stage, snap photos from the pit, documented musical stories, thrashed in the crowd, and raged from the back. We are South Sisters! Welcome to another episode of the Sound Sister Podcast. I'm your host, Drea Doll. I'm here with my lovely ladies. Say hello, ladies. Hey, it's Angela Rose Red. And Gabby Chaos. Now, on this episode, we're going to be talking to Myra Gal- Galazar, drummer of Bad Cop, Bad Cop! We're going to be talking to Myra about their new album they're working on in the studio, what's going to be happening with that, if they're touring, where we're going to see them, and... Um, just letting you guys know, on August 1st at the Rebel Lounge, the Venomous Pinks are going to be playing with Bad Cop, Bad Cop. What, what? What? So you guys should make what? it out there. I'm just saying. Killer Flyer. Dude, it wasn't it? Yeah. Did Jenny do that one? Jenny no. did not do it. Oh, okay. Do you have the name? Yes, I do, because I messaged Jenny about mm. it today. Because it's got okay. a lot of her heart in it. Yeah, but, yeah. that's what I well, thought, because it was based on, like, all the cover art, like, avatars. Right. This was literally my text, my message to her. Did you do the artwork on this beautiful fucking flyer? <laughs> <laughs> and she's, but the um, the artist is Jeremy Bru- Bruni Illustrator. Okay. So, Bruniel, Jeremy Bruniel, forget that weird attempt at pronouncing his name a second <laughs> yeah. ago. Jeremy Bruniel. So, yeah, just go and follow his shit on Instagram because there's all kinds of fucking magic on here. Yeah, that tour is going to be with Pity Party and Dog Party. And I told the girls, I was like, we're going to be changing our name to Pink Party just for oh, that show. Yeah. I dig it. I dig yeah. it. Um, rumor on the mill is I might be playing a song with Bad Cop that night. What? what? I didn't even know this. And I'm I, like, this is just developed. I'm just like, developed. What the hell, man? I thought like, we were. Newsflash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't she your musical wife? I thought I was uh, like your left brain. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you didn't listen yeah. to the psychic vibes. Maybe like I didn't was... read the message. I don't know. They just. I, don't know. <laughs> I didn't. No, this was like earlier today, and I kind of put it out to Jenny. I was like, "Hey." It was like between your drive hey. from work to hey. here. <laughs> That's fucking rad. That's cool. She she was like, "Fuck yeah, you should play a song with us." I'm yeah. like, "All right, cool. Like, I'm down if you guys are down." So, yeah. bad cop, let me know. I okay. do. I do love uh-huh. like uh, hearing Bad Cop at Rebel Lounge. It's a lot of fun, dude. The sound yeah. there is—it's killer. Yeah, yeah. they're um, amazing there. Yeah, it'll be a good show. I can't wait for sure. All right, so let's Ooh. do around the table, guys. Let's catch up a little bit. Angela, what's going on with you? <sighs> just kidding. <laughs> um, you know, just taking some photos, writing. You know, just chilling. But uh, today I was working on my second, wait for it, review album review mm-hmm. for. New noise. Woo! Oh, woo, woo. Yeah. <laughs> now this is like a, a thing that just developed. So I guess I'm I'm on the review team, the album review team, which is Dude, that's huge. Yeah. yeah I'm coming up on the up and up. Uh, yeah. It's crazy. Well, all thanks to, you know, you guys giving well, Gabby for giving me a platform to have content to submit and yeah. uh, Drea <laughs> for sending me the link, like foolproof and be like, do this fucking shit. That's awesome. So I did and I submitted it and um, got a reply back. Of course, I'm very, very low on the tonal pole, make a minute, you know, mark on it. But it's pretty great just to see how many people are involved and just the community that they support, not only, you know, within the music scene, but different photographers and writers themselves. They just mm-hmm. really try to, like, spread the love so everyone can have a voice. 
But of course, I mean, I'm just so impressed, you know, with it in itself and the fact that just the revolution that they're trying to keep print material alive, too. And that's great. So that's one of the better magazines that comes amazing. out because you get the actual little plexi disc that comes with it. Right. Yeah. Whatever band is on the cover at the time. It's amazing. It's huge. That's yeah, awesome. it's huge. It's huge. So the reviews, of course, are um, featured on on the website itself. But um, I'm just like really stoked. It's interesting to to be in another perspective. So I've had to do like a lot of different research, broaden my horizons a lot musically. So it's definitely inspiring me. So I'm so fortunate and grateful. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome, dude. I'm excited Thank for you. you. Thank I can't you. wait to see what you come out with. Yeah. Thanks. Great. It means a lot, you guys. New noise now. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm like really part Watch of the out. enemy. Yeah. Now I'm really, I'm like, fuck. Because there's always this part of me inside that's like, who the fuck wants to listen to my opinion of like what an album is? But I mean, I mean that we're we're part of the audience, so we're the yeah. listeners. So it just it's it's nerve wracking, but I at the same time want to do it justice <laughs> and not blow smoke up people's asses. Right. So right, it's pushing me, which yeah. is good. As long well, as you don't have like a group that's like I hate Angelo. <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah, <laughs> down to ten years from now, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Just don't forget us when you get huge. Yeah. Right. I say the same to you, bitches. <laughs> uh, Gabby, what's going on? Oh, boy. Uh, well, I've been acquiring more gear since the break. This is what happens when we go on break. I just buy more stuff Yeah. to fill the void of you guys being gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. Uh, not a lot. I mean, we spent all of May together, Drea and I, and yeah. a little bit of Angela yeah. at the end there. So For sure. We've been just busy. Um, what else has been going on? I might be going into some business endeavor that I haven't really talked to you guys about it yet. What the fuck? But, uh, <laughs> Why didn't you tell me this? I've been waiting to tell you guys. Just so you know, listeners, yeah. we literally talk on Instant Messenger yeah. every yeah. day. And if not through this is, Facebook, this is, it's on Instagram. Yeah, this so, has happened I mean, the last two weeks. I need to do something for myself. Of course. Uh, yeah. So I've been researching. I already bought the name. Uh, so it's 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 happening, but it's it's four bands. That's all I can say right now. Four bands. It's four bands. So it could be. It's four bands. Yeah. Not not four bands. Okay. No, not like the number four. <laughs> like it's four bands. It's just, that's, that's awesome. all I'll say for now. But I'm excited you know. for you. So I've been doing a lot of research on that. So we'll see how that goes. Cool. Well, whatever you do, it's always yeah. gonna be great. So hopefully, I'm excited. Yeah. What about you, sure. Drea? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We kind of went on tour for a little bit. We <laughs> recorded some album. I died, which we won't get into this episode, but we'll eventually we'll talk about it on the Venomous Pinks episode that we hopefully can do at some point. Yes, um, we are going to do it. It's going to be great. Yeah, no. <laughs> the tables are going to turn. I'm going to interview and host the whole episode. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I can't wait. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm excited. We're also talking about bringing in some other like third party people that you guys have worked with to kind of call in, and yeah. so it's not yeah. just the us pinks. talking about how badass you are. It's getting the real <laughs> fucking story from all angles. Oh so. yeah, Damn. So, no, life has been crazy since the last time I saw you guys. Things have skyrocketed, yeah. which is amazing. Um, I don't know. I 
can't say too much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, follow me on Instagram. If you do, you'll, you'll, you, you've seen what I've been doing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I do want to point out that the whole shoe ghost thing did not pan out like we thought it did. Oh, the Grave Sister shoe. Yeah. Dude, I, I still believe it's... Yeah. It was it's actually, a... it was the cat that was moving <laughs> shoes. And, I kind of uh, thought that in the beginning. What that... a disappointment, though, you know? Because I set up the camera and it notifies you as soon as it goes off. And I'm watching this, you know, not at home. But I'm watching it live, and I'm, like, watching him go to the camera, and then he's like, looks at the camera, and he's like, <laughs> okay. And then he goes right for the shoes, and he's, like, sitting there for a minute, and he literally, like, starts moving it. And I'm like, no! <laughs> like, Ozzy! But like, he, purposely, that's all he went in there to do, was to move the shoes and to be like, you, hey, fuck your shoes, and, and move them. <laughs> and I'm watching this, and I'm, like, dying. I'm, like, laughing my ass off as, as it's happening. Um... So, I mean, case closed. I don't have a ghost in the closet. We're not going to go viral with that. You know, we're kind of hoping I had videos to post out there. But but did you keep it rolling, though, after the cat? I have not. And yeah. I thought about maybe I should do another one just he didn't so we can, move like, it, make sure. Because he didn't move the shoe like he moved it, like how you have photos of it. So you got to right. think about that. Every photo yeah. I've posted or yeah. or posted on my Instagram story, mm-hmm. it's, the shoes have always been yeah. way far out. one. And, uh, no, I've been thinking about maybe I should set yeah. it up again just to, like, tell you, girl. Acts and, and believe for in the ghost. sure, like, rule, rule it out. But I'm pretty sure it was him. I don't, maybe he's just a connoisseur of shoe and likes to, like, <laughs> fucking, he's the Al Bundy of cats and, like, shoes. I don't know. You know, he's got a, <laughs> he's got a shoe fetish, you know? Yeah, it's it's right. cool. No judgment. No judgment, Ozzy. I mean. We it... all like our things. But one thing. <laughs> <laughs> But one thing that I do think is interesting about the whole shoe mystery is that they are perfectly moved right next to each other. Yeah. So if it was a cat doing it, I mean, there would be some unevenness, but it's like consistently, unless he's just very OCD about it. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe, maybe he does have OCD. Maybe we need to bring him in because this is like, let's ask him OCD. Possible foot fetish. Cat interview. You know? You know, let's do it on a catter day. You know? Let's oh, bring it. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Not all of them are winners, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. I think you might have a I think I need to set it up so we yeah. can roll it out and figure out what's really going on with the shoes. But as of now, case closed, there's no viral videos. That's not my shot to fame. So we're going to keep on, keep, keep it going, on. boom. I like how that was your backup plan. You're like, the venomous pins don't work. Dude, these shoes. Every, gotta have everybody a should B. have a backup plan. Yeah. It's true. Plan yeah. A, B, C, and D. Plan O, didn't, o for Ozzy didn't work out. So. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, we're not going to be doing the Punk Rat News segment here on the Sound Sister Podcast for this episode. We're actually going to be opening up the roundtable on a hot topic about social media and what it means to be in a band with social media or um, any artist for that matter oh any artist yeah. yeah any any person runs the um, world yeah so i'm gonna go ahead and kick this off because i am pretty passionate about this um so i wrote a little thing out let me read it and then you go ahead and tell yeah, me what you think for sure um my love and hate relationship with social media Oh, damn. The reason I dislike social media is because we use it as a way to replace real face-to-face contact. When you have real connections with people and your life is really the way you want it to be, 
You won't feel the need to post it for everyone to see. You will just appreciate what you have and never want to let it go. Once you disconnect, you feel much more safe and happy due to not having the pressure of, to pleasing the world around you. But as an artist and a musician, there's a catch-22 to this. The artist-based community needs platforms to reach people. Otherwise, I would definitely delete all of my apps. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's tedious. I don't like it. It takes part of my time. I'm wasting time. I have to yeah. interact. Mm-hmm. Um like I said, we're not really posting what's really happening in our life. We're posting what you want people to see. Filtered, yeah. like figuratively and filtered literally. with porcelain skin and... I was just going to post a selfie. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> you bitches took selfies. And I was yeah. sitting here like, fucking A, really? Okay. Like, like, we haven't done this before. Like, we haven't sat in this fucking room before. And you guys had to take selfies. It's true. I was yeah. sit- like, literally it's sitting true. here like, really? It's, it's been months, Drea. Um, Drea, I barely update my shit. It's like one of the coolest I know, things you, I have. You're pretty good. You don't update your stuff. You, you're like every hour on, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel it's time to stop overthinking, drop the scrutiny. Um, I don't want to be, you know, too negative on this. So I did come up with how to um, manage your time well with social media and, and uh, when it comes to being an artist, because this is something we can't avoid. This is the world we live in. That's the dig- digital world, unavoidable at this point. Um, so I did come up with a list. I just didn't want to be like negative and I did come up with a positive. So, um, <laughs> How to change the narrative that I just gave you. Learn to say no. Unanswered messages doesn't mean you reply as soon as possible. Uh, let your schedulers take over for a while. I did that today. I I programmed a schedule to post this morning, last night, because I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be at work busy. I don't want to have to sit there and deal with this at work. Um, my work is very strict on phone use, so I've been like getting in trouble lately because I've been like <laughs> you're on social trying to media. like reply to it and stuff. <laughs> um, so let your schedules take over for a while. Number three, remove apps from your phone or iPad that you don't use. Remove the unnecessary apps. Um, limit your time to fifteen minutes. Set a set a time apart. Be like, all right, at nine a.m. I'm gonna take a break and I'm gonna go. Look at my social media. I'm going to like stuff. I'm going to comment back on bands that I like. I'm going to interact with my fans. I'm going to go follow bands or, or fans. I'm going to post something. But limit your time. With your social media, you know, use it to spread kindness and social awareness. Show a little vulnerability. Um, it's cool that you're posting pictures with Glenn Danzig, but, I mean, use your voice. You have a platform. Make it count. I, I get it. You're cool. You, you're you with Glenn Danzig or you're with this band or you're in, on tour or you're doing backup vocals with this band. Consider how you're using that platform. Engage your fans. I mean, I don't know. I could keep going on. So I'd, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm being lectured. I'm being lectured over here. I can't. Well, no, you, yeah. no, but no, I get it because for me, I almost get like anxiety about it and which is... I mean, it's terrible that the majority of my work is not available for people to see. And that's crazy as a photographer and someone that likes to make physical art pieces, too. You know, it's and that's something that I have to like. That's one of my things is to try to force myself often enough to put myself out there 
because I'm fortunate enough that I do get enough traffic way and interest just through time and various projects that I've worked on. But if I was to focus on it better, like I know I would have more positive results. But I also think that I am on it all the time, Mm -hmm. but I'm not using it in the most positive way. One thing that I did start doing about like a couple months back Mm -hmm. was do the Apple like screen reports. And that makes me totally aware of like how much fucking time I'm using on my phone. It tells you now. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird because... I mean, I work my corporate job. I'm staring at a screen. Mm-hmm. I come home. Like, I like I, I get really inspired by movies and different things, so I do watch some TV. And then I have to edit photos, so I'm staring at a screen again. And then I'm constantly in between staring at this little mini screen. And mm-hmm. uh, But it's also hard, too, because on the flip side, I made a lot of connections, not just by who I am and what I'm trying to promote, but just people who have like inspired me in just various ways that I've like actually created friends with people across the world that I would have never done so without this. So it's this like weird necessary yeah, evil, but right. I agree with you because it's it's single-handedly one of the things that's killing away our natural way to want to interact with one another. It's also killing print publications. It's killing like it's even like the way the, I mean, these phones are rad. They have great, great cameras. And I, I'm not saying that you can't use your phone as an artistic tool, mm-hmm. but it, it's a lot of people aren't having needs for photographers like they used to. And it's, it's, it's definitely a double edged sword. So it is. Yeah. What I mean, are your thoughts on it, Gabby? Because I know you, you definitely run the world, man. You need it. Yeah. Like, it's your lifeline over there. Yeah. I mean, I cannot use it. Like, that's right. a platform for all musicians nowadays. You know, I might show online, but I'm usually on YouTube watching tutorials. So, like, yeah. people need to learn how to use your time more wisely, I guess. But, I mean, I, I don't have as negative as Drea. <laughs> <laughs> like, I see the point of it, but I mean, it depends how people use it. Well, and yeah. I also think it might be your direction, too, mm-hmm. as, a, as an artist, because, mm-hmm. I mean... You're also someone that loves tech shit in production yeah. things. Yeah. So. so, and also, not to age Drea and myself, <laughs> but we we are in, right in the thick of, like, analog. Like, we're yeah. that, that mm-hmm. post, like, we can appreciate. I mean, you can yeah. because you're badass and you have an ex- yeah. expansive mind. And, but you're also the mm-hmm. generation where yeah. technology was life. I still remember, like, going to computer lab and le- learning computers when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, I grew up, like, literally with the expansion of computers. I mean, even mm-hmm. though, of course, the first computer was, like, in the, what, the 60s or 70s. But till it actually came to, you know, ho- people's homes and everything. Because when we were kids, like, not everybody had computers. It was like, oh, just, like, the, right. ri- the rich kid. Yeah. Or, yeah, exactly. You know, or whoever. Yeah. And flyers, like, like you were talking about it, too, the artwork of flyers... It's, it's a dead, that's a dead art form at this point. Is. I got a flyer on my car at Yucca the other night and I was so taken back right? because nobody does it anymore. Yeah. It's all, well, let me check, check Facebook. Let me check Instagram. Right. Yeah. Um, I was doing that like 10 years ago, like the end of it and then yeah. social media took over and then no For one sure. ever looks at them. It's anymore. crazy. I feel like yeah. that's, you know, that's something we should like still implement because I'm sure you have a box of flyers that mm-hmm. you've kept over the year. Oh yeah, over the years Lunch because box you were like, flyers. "This flyer, yeah. this flyer is rad." Me too, dude. I'll yeah. go through my stuff and I'll be like, "I remember that show. I remember this show. I yeah. played this show." 
It's just, I don't know. That's like Ticket a Ticket stubs, arson. too, are a big thing because yeah. now, yeah. like, you just scan on your phone a lot of times. Yeah, or I you miss get ticket stubs. Yeah. I miss them sometimes. Here's my phone. Go ahead and scan my ticket. Right. Awesome. There, <laughs> there are some times where if I really love the band, I will pay the extra fee just for the so ticket. I can yeah. get the ticket. Me, too. Just because I'm like, <laughs> I need that shit in my lunchbox. Yeah. Well, it's just something to, like, have down yeah. the road. If, you know, when you're at least 70, you could be like, man, I went to the show. I don't really remember it, but I remember buying this ticket or. I used to love this band so much. Right. I don't know. I think the yeah. other thing about social media that kind of just pisses me off about it is next time you guys go out, pay attention to how many fucking people oh, are totally. on their oh, fucking yeah. phone at shows. Totally. At shows. During yeah. the band. Yeah. That is one thing that, like, seriously irritates me. Yeah. Especially when the band is playing. Put your phone down. Be in the moment. And it's not just <laughs> some of those attempts to try to take a phone photo or a phone video. Because some people do that, you know, just to, like, you know, remember the moment. It's more than that. It's, like, it's a constant stream right. of that. Like, and that's cool. Like, take a picture, take a video for one song, not the whole show. While you're holding the video, look up. Don't look at the concert through the phone. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. at least, because from what I've learned from all of you guys, meaning musician community... Is that even if it's a packed room, you guys see every single person that's in the crowd. Dude, I see every single you person. You see every I person. see every person on their phone. Yeah. And literally, when I get home, I'm wondering, where are all these pictures and videos that yeah. everybody took tonight? They sound like shit. Of us. <laughs> yeah, and they all sound like shit. They all do, no matter what. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's funny because at least when I try to take a video or something, I try to look up so they know that I'm respecting what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I'm just trying to take something down. But... I'm not saying that I haven't been that person in the past, but I've been very much more trying to be self-aware of yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. And I think that that's the message is self-awareness. But on the flip side of it, since we're now doing regular like business topics, mm -hmm. what are some of um, helpful hints of what like bands should do and shouldn't do on how to bring awareness of their art? through like what are the do's and don'ts of social media like because some people want to improve okay. in that area so honestly from running our social media account uh for the venomous pinks yeah i have we have to post every day to stay relevant mm -hmm. whether it's a band picture it's a picture of one of the band members it's something that we really care about it's a repost from one of our friends that have posted about us um mm -hmm. so be mindful of the content you're pushing out to your feed. Um, but know that you have to be consistent with your feed. Mm -hmm. It's okay to go silent for a few days. Um, but definitely, like, definitely have uh, pictures or videos that you save for ahead of time. Because everything we post has already been taken weeks ago. And I'm like, all right, I'm posting this today. Or I'm pushing this flyer today. Um, Case in point. There is a lot of people that just, like, throw up on social media. It's like, dude, people are only going to look at the first couple. Right. <laughs> so you got to spread that shit out. You like, do have to spread it out at this point. Thank you. Al yeah. algorith algorithms. Mm -hmm. We're battling with Warm our hole. other, you know, with people in our feed on where our stuff pops up. Um, mm -hmm. And the whole, whole world is ran by paying money for ads now. Um, so bands... That's something you might have to consider down the road, paying for ads, unfortunately, um, right. if you want followers to see, you know, your content. 
we have two ads going right now, and mm-hmm. I did one. I did one with the intention to see like what it would it would do for our traffic. Okay. Because I was curious, and I hadn't done it on Instagram yet. Um, but I'm seeing I'm seeing more traffic come to our profile, and obviously the picture is getting more likes. Um, mm-hmm. We're getting a couple of followers like, every day, but again, I, I had to pay money to do that. So I could yeah. like, get that image out there and pushed out to a specific target. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, bands, you'll definitely, or artists, you know, you definitely have to consider uh, business-wise, do I have money to do this? What, like how much money do I consider is too much money to push towards ad promotion? But uh, honestly, that's the sad reality we live in now is that it's ran by the man, and <laughs> you got to pay money to get your shit out there. A couple of other things that I picked up tips from some other people that I've known that have gone to different se- seminars is that on Instagram, you can hashtag up the ass, and it improves things, right? But on Facebook... No, like, yes and no. Uh, I was just going to go into that oh, really? wormhole. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Because <laughs> uh, uh, if you hashtag too many things, right. too many posts, you'll get blocked from that yeah, hashtag. You get shadow banned. You get shadow banned. And then you have to wait at least five, ten days. Don't post anything, and then yep. you might reappear back on that hashtag, which I did an experiment because people are broke and sh- stuff like that, uh, watching YouTube videos on how to gain more fans naturally um i did it for about a week every day maybe 30 minutes i would go follow and comment on like the top recent hashtags of the things i like and follow people and i've gained like 400 followers in the last like two months so it works Mm -hmm. naturally if you want to put the time in it but it's also how much time you want to spend on social media right Right. but it's it works but i also heard that like Mm -hmm. for instance on on facebook Mm -hmm. If you do too many hashtags, they block you. Period. It, hashtags don't really work I've as organically. I've never cared about Facebook. I, right. don't, I don't really know how that works, but I, I know Instagram is Facebook. If you check into something, like if you really? tag the location and you use about like two hashtags, it's okay. But if you use really? multiple hashtags, then it like buries hmm. it. I usually okay. just take off the hashtags. because then you think about it. Yeah. They just it's just all about yeah. you know obeying and consuming and everything else so <laughs> right. they, we were they, shadow i was shadow know. banned from the hashtag the venomous pinks for like two weeks which yeah. is fucked up it's your it's I your know, hashtag it's, it's, i'm in that band it's weird though because i use venomous pinks on every venomous pinks post and we right. haven't been shadow banned yeah. so i don't know maybe it's because you own that because no it's, it's your... just because you post it too many times and I, I, there's a thing if you post so let's say you copy and paste the same hashtags 15 20 every post that's going to get you shadow banned Okay, so yeah. try to switch them up. I did that for about a week. I stopped hashtagging the band. Do you keep them and in like your notes apps? No, like, different I was versions just, of it. Sometimes or... I would copy and paste it, and then yeah. I, once I started doing the research because I got banned, it's an it's a known issue. So yeah, and then I they also said maybe if you advertise with those hashtags, it forces Instagram to push those hashtags out, which it didn't work for me. I only did like five bucks, and it didn't work. So. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Social media. Um, I just wanted to go back to what you asked what bands should do. Um, back to actually like the variety of your content. Um, if you're going to be posting content out there, a good mix would be to post artwork of your releases. 
and shout outs to the creator. So give a give props out to the yes. photographer or the artist. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are awesome about that. I appreciate that. So Fifteen much. second video previews of upcoming releases uploaded as a narrative video to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. People attention spans are very very short now. Mm-hmm. Videos are truly the way to go because right. especially short videos. They got to be short. They can't be long. You lose int- if if nothing happens in the first five, five seconds, seconds yep. people swipe and that's it. Yep. It's the world we live in. Um, but post 15 second videos, um, videos of your past performances, videos of student studio sessions, so behind the scenes kind of stuff, pictures of past performances, like so throwback pictures, uh, pictures of studio sessions, selfies at interesting events, important or outrageous music industry news, releases by other artists that inspire you, which I'm totally about. I'm mm-hmm. about um, pushing my friends. Yeah. And hyping my friends out there. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, music video clips, sharing releases of other artists to support them, marketing or production tips that have been helpful to you. Or, you know, asking your fans' opinion on what releases they enjoyed the most and why. Uh, so just something to consider about the content you're pushing out there. So I'm not saying that I totally hate social media. I just hate the way that it's affected society. Obviously, right. I need it as an artist. Um, but so it's a double sword here. It's a, it's a double mm-hmm. sword. We're here. grateful for it, but we hate it. Right. We love to hate it. Yeah. And we hate it, it to love it. Love to hate it, hate to love it. Yeah, like, it's a whole thing. It's a thing. Um, it is. I have one a really successful photographer friend. One thing that he does is he will just, like you do, save a bunch of like his photos, and then he makes it a point to post Monday through Friday. And then on the weekends, he has the weekends off to do whatever. That's good. And that's really good because yeah. a lot of people are just, you know, whatever on the weekends. We don't, so. I don't post on the weekends for us. It's good. I don't. It's good. Unless you have like a show or something. Right. And yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. So. All right. I'm glad we could uh, talk about this. So. Let's get off my chest. <laughs> all right. Um, we're going to be asking Myra her opinion on social media because that's what she does for the bad cop, bad cop. And it'd be interesting to see how she feels about it and what success they find with it. Right. So. And that's also going to be in our future formats too, right? We're going to always have a roundtable topic and bring it in to the guests and see what they think. Yeah. Up next, we have Myra from Bad Cup Backup. But before that, we're going to play a song from some of the submissions we've received over the last week here. This band's called Return of the Leash, and the song is called Friday Night here on Sound Sisters.
and we're back. Give it up for Myra Galazar. It's Galarza. 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 What's up, guys? What's up, ladies? What's up, Mama? Not much, you know. Myra, did you know your mom? Myra is mom. Uh, from you guys, apparently. <laughs> What's that all about? <laughs> from from di driving us from to what? Disneyland. Remember when we were in California? You drove us around. Oh, you're right. Yeah. and then you took us to get tacos. Yeah, and a little so Disney. You were our mom. Sure. Yeah, you were our mom for that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> getting stuck in the circle so therefore i got nicknamed that right yeah myra is mom yeah she took us to disneyland gotcha. and she was like just kidding we're not going to disneyland <laughs> i'm not gonna lie in the churro am i right yeah uh, i'm not gonna true. lie a part of me is like fuck and i wasn't invited <laughs> where was i <laughs> should have went to nam then you would have you know yeah great Good yeah time. that's all right maybe next year next year <laughs> next nam all right, so let's talk about, let's get all official. Myra, please state your name and what you do for your band. <laughs> I'm Myra Galarza, and I am the drummer percussionist of Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Whoa! Woo. I bang things, yeah, bang things, yeah. Yeah, so you joined the band in 2011, right? That's when you. Yeah, we started the band in 2011. And uh, first it was a three piece. It was me, Jen, uh, little Jen. You guys, I don't, I'm not sure if you guys have met her yet or have met her. Um, and Stacy. And then Jen left us a year later. And then we founded um, Lynn through Jen, which is really funny. So um, Ellen joined our. Um, our ensemble and like we were that was it you know so that's been our lineup changes we haven't had many so <laughs> not like us <laughs> <laughs> you and many, many other bands <laughs> yeah. you. i think I, honestly but you know what you have to find the right fit am i right ladies you know you got to find the right people that's to right. play with and however many people it takes until you find the right people, that's, that's worth, you know? Yeah. I've been seriously considering a, a employed a career position in band therapy, being a band therapist. Cause sometimes you guys go through a lot of shit. <laughs> that would be a good idea, dude. Seriously. Well, you're a massage room. Yes. Like, tell, tell me your... about your problems. Band drama. <laughs> I mean, I'll, totally. I'll band should probably see a therapist at some point <laughs> together. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> very true. We have yet to do that, but it's in. It's in there. We we have discussed doing that, so um, we just haven't done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> that bad, huh? Well, yeah, right. Any good relationship, you know, finding different tools for communication is always a good thing. So <laughs> everyone can. Will yeah. you guys document it like Metallica? <laughs> um, yeah, that is funny, huh? Did you watch that movie they did? <laughs> oh, I did. Same yeah. anger or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that was a trip. It, well, you know, if people are into it, then we should. 
Yeah. You know? Make it a reality show, I, man. Dude, I would, right? I, would tune in. I would watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Did oh, you guys yeah. ever see our bands of, well, what was it? Band, band of Housewives? Or no, Band Wives on tour. Have you seen those videos we did during uh, our last few tours in Europe? Yeah. Dude, those you videos. Guys see that too? <laughs> no, I've seen it. Those are great. I love okay. when you do that. Oh, man, no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Damn, yeah. I got to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah we tried. We tried to do it on this tour, but we did one video at the airport, and then I don't know what happened. We just stopped. Like, it, we did, nobody, like, we didn't keep doing it. And I'm like, what happened? Like, we missed this. <laughs> like, <laughs> So yeah, it was really funny. It was it it worked for one good tour, and then then that was it. So, and then people are like, "I love those videos. When are you guys gonna do more?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Like, I don't know what happened." So we just <laughs> well, you, stopped. You guys are hitting the road soon, so maybe you could bring it back for this tour. Maybe so, and then we'll have more ladies on the tour. So I think it would be really cool. We could do one with you guys when we play with you guys. That'd be rad. Yeah, well, yeah, we should do it. <laughs> We're doing it. Yeah, all right. Okay. It's on the list. Uh, go ahead and uh, tell us how you, how did you get into drums? It was through church, right? Yeah, um, I used to go to church when I was little. My parents were very religious people. Um, they were Christians. Uh, I went to church and at a very young age, I just started playing drums. I was a very active child I would like to run around and just not sit still in church of course like I don't know if you're a kid who would right but um I just remember like seeing a drum set there and I just jumped on it one day when I was a kid from what I was told I don't remember this uh and basically I just started tapping on the drums and everybody was like what the heck is going on here because that's something that was not a thing back in the day you know i I grew up in the 70s, um, so that was never something that a girl should be into. So um, I was like probably about five. I couldn't reach the pedals, and I started uh, messing around with the drum kit. And then by the time I could reach the actual pedals, like I, I think it was about seven, and I started playing. My grandfather was actually in the church band that was there at the time, and he played guitar. Um, blues player you know so I would end up just jamming with him and he taught me how to do a lot of stuff and follow and temples and things like that at a very young age and I didn't understand it but I just you know everything that I learned I learned through just listening and watching but there was a pastor there that kind of taught me he was kind of like a jazz drummer and he taught me how to do some stuff and um that's basically where it all started for me and uh I think I played there in that church band for like, I think till I was about 11 and then I rebelled <laughs> and I didn't want to go to church anymore. So I kind of was uh, hitting those teenage years where I was like, okay, I'm over this. I'm done. And, uh, um, yeah, that's pretty much where it all started. And then I stopped for a bit. And then I met people during high school and I think I started my first band after high school, but I, I kind of played steady for a bit and then I stopped and then I picked it up later, later in my teens, you know, so that's how it started. <laughs> so it was one of those things where you just, you only played drums at church. Did you have a drum kit at home too? I did not. I only played mm -hmm. at church. Um, we couldn't afford to have a drum kit. Um, 
my parents couldn't afford to buy me one at the time. So church was where I would go and play. And I couldn't, there was no way I could have one at my house because I lived in an apartment. I think I would probably drive people crazy, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. So when did you get your, your real kit? My real kit? I didn't get a real kit until I was... I always jammed and played on other people's stuff. So I really didn't get to get one until I was probably 20. I think I was 21. I was in my <laughs> early 20s, you know? Huh. So, yeah. Just practicing on random household items, I would assume, until that point, too, in between having, like, a kit in front of you. Actually, I didn't. I was actually fortunate to, like, have friends and people that I knew that had drum kits that I could play. Um, I don't recall, I don't ever recall or ever hearing that I tap. I, I love to tap and shake my foot. I really do that. But I do, I do, I do not remember like tapping on anything or tapping on pots or things like that, <laughs> like most people say, but that never happened to me, you know? Well, that's so. rad that you had a, like a community of drum, drum kits that you can wail on, you know, until you got your very own. Yeah, for sure. Um, I always hung out with older kids, older cats, so always there was an opportunity to jam with people, and um, there was a, if there was a drum set, I would definitely jump on it and play it at the time, you know, if it was available. So, yeah, that was cool. And what kind of music were you listening to in high school? High school, I was listening to a lot of music. Um, you know, I had... I was into punk. I was into new wave. I was into rock and roll. Um, I was kind of into a lot of stuff by that time. Um, but mainly, you know, I listened to metal. I listened to hard rock. Uh, you know, I've been into music since I was a young age. Like I, I listened to punk rock. My first time seeing a punk rock band was probably when I was about 13. So yeah, I've always been into it. And I had friends from all different types. Like I had hippie friends, goth friends, you know, metal, metal headbanger friends, you know. Um, I even had, I had a lot of Cholo and Chola friends that were into like, you know, like R&B and like soul and like oldies and stuff like that. And so I, I hung around a big diverse of people that listened to a lot of different types of music. So that's good, you know. Do you think that came through in a lot of like your musical influences and how you drum today? Just being exposed to that many types of music at such a younger, influential age? Yeah, I think so. I, I think listening and being diverse and being open, like I, there was a time where I wasn't open to listening to a lot of different stuff. I only listened to this type of music. Like I didn't listen to country and I didn't listen. And then when I grew older and you know, opened my mind and experimented, listened to under other types of music. I, I, you know, I started to get out of that pattern where I was like, okay, there's, you know, other good musicians and good, good types of music out there that I should just restrain myself to listening to like rock or punk or metal, you know? And so, yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, I think you're influenced when you're young, you're influenced by the type of stuff you're into at that time um, and whatever you're exposed to. So yeah, I could say, you could say, yeah, that I was, you know? 
isn't that funny? I used to do that too when I was younger. No, I'm only listening to metal or punk or whatever. And it's right. so closed off because when you're at a young, this is, it's almost like a badge of honor. Like this is who I am and not realizing what's really punk is like going past the boundaries too. So, and yeah, and you, influenced by other things, but it's, it's just really interesting that I think all of us have had, right? Mm -hmm. Growing up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, like you're almost like, oh my God, like during that time, I, I, in 84, I remember I had a peachy folder and I found it like years ago and I was like, holy shit. I was into like Prince and Billy Idol, like that was on my peachy folder. And then I was into other bands, like I was into ACDC and like, but it was random mix of like music I was listening to, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, like I have Prince and Billy Idol on a peachy folder like that's kind of crazy you know so <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I still love both those you know I still love Prince I still yeah. listen to Prince yeah. I still I love Billy Idol you know yeah. what I mean so it's just like whatever you're into like some people would be embarrassed back in the day to admit they liked like um a, like a country song or like a certain type of band or music that wasn't like cool to them so yeah, it's like when you get older and you start appreciating music more and opening, like I said, your mind and your and, and broaden your horizons and like experiment a little, then you, you kind of change the way you feel about that stuff. You're like, that band shreds, that band's cool, that person's awesome. You know what I mean? It's like you're not you're not restraining yourself to like when you're younger, like the kids these days, I have no idea what they're into. That stuff like music is so different today. Nobody talks to Billy that way. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was holding that uh, in as much as no, I could. Like, <laughs> back to what, what you were just saying, how you learn to appreciate music, more music as you're mm -hmm. older. Uh, literally, I'm I'm 30 years late on the Depeche Mode, like train. Oh, like <laughs> that's a band that I no shit. Yeah, like I've recently wow. just, like got into them, but I'm like, why was I not open to this <laughs> before? But I think it's just one of those things where mm -hmm. you get older and yeah. You, appreciate music as you're older you know for sure um, yeah I don't know hell yeah I was Depeche Mode was one of my favorite bands like for mm -hmm. sure I I went to quite a bit quite a bit of those concerts back in the day 80, 1986 Black Celebration was one of my first big concerts I went to when I saw them uh -huh. and then I saw them at the Rose Bowl for the 101 tour that I did um if you haven't seen the videos of that, you probably should. You might like it. Is, <laughs> okay. is there any bands that you were like, oh shit, I'm, I was late. I was late for that. Like kind of how Drea discussed Depeche Mode. Is there any certain bands that you're like, God, I wish I knew this when I was younger. It would have changed my world at a, at a younger age or anything you missed out on. Yeah. Well, being that I came from like a religious family, my parents were so against me listening to certain things. So I like I was into Kiss and Iron Maiden and bands like that. Like I could not ever listen to that to that to their music in front of my parents or even hang up a poster in my wall because they oh, were wow. considered they're considered the devil music, you know? Right. So I it, it sucked. <laughs> and I was like, look, I I love these bands, you know, but like that that stuff was like that terrified Christians back in the day. You know what sure. I mean? Um, they're like, why are you listen to that devil worshiper music? Well, you're a devil worshiper. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm, I like that music, you know? But um, I think the only type is like, um, 
I think heart's one of them. I wish I would have been into them when I was a lot younger. Mm. Um, bands like Cheap Trick. Um, now that I, I'm so into those bands now that I love those fucking bands. You know what I mean? Like, I think um, I knew mostly about Sabbath. I knew about Led Zeppelin. But I wish, man, I wish I could have seen half those bands back in the day when they were out, you know? Um, but I'm not, I can't remember too many, but um, I think Heart's one of them, Cheap Trick, um, maybe some Billy Squire and like uh, just bands like that, you know, rock and roll bands that I wasn't really aware of them until later, like later when I was in high school, whatever, you know? If, if you could go back in time, so like Doc Brown shows up, Myra, like, you know, with this crazy hair, Myra, <laughs> get in the time machine, get in the DeLorean, you know, and there, and you could go back in time and go to any concert, what would it be? Oh, man, I would love to see freaking Led Zeppelin when John Bonham was alive. That, I've always said that, and I've, you know, it's funny, like, me and the girls have ran into people in the airport, and um, not too long ago, we ran into this older couple that was hanging out in Vegas that, you know, those, you know, you can smoke in these cubicles and go to this and have a drink in the, in Vegas airport. They're like oh, these really? like glass enclosed cube, like <laughs> cubes they have in the airport. So like we oh. went in there and we just like, we we sat down, the girls wanted to smoke and we smoked and like had a couple beers waiting for our, you know, waiting for our flight. And, uh, this couple came in and they were from like, uh, Idaho or somewhere I don't know where they were from but they were really cool and they were telling stories they they really they're like you guys in the band and we're like yeah and then <laughs> so it's really funny how they see us and then that's like they can tell and you could tell they're like old rock and roller type and they were definitely they've been to a lot of shows but it was really cool for them to like just say oh yeah well we're just they they were just coming back from like uh going to some festival and they were going to go home and then they're like yeah you know we used to see all these bands back in the day and I remember then talking about seeing Led Zeppelin and bands like that and I was like oh man they're like the one band I would have loved to have seen in their prime you know nice. and the lady was real cool she's like well I did and it was awesome and you know <laughs> <laughs> she's like you missed and, out you know. yeah. missed out <laughs> Sucks to be you. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty lucky to have my mom was very diverse on music when I was growing up, so I didn't really have like that devil music kind of thing. Even though we were Mexico, (laughs) make you feel bad. Yeah, I mean, my mom had that from family in Mexico because she listened to all kinds of music, but she she was very open to us listening to everything. Uh, so, so you're lucky. That's right, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, yeah. My parents were like, what is this punk rock shit? Why are you talking about punk rock? Like, it was just, oh, wow. they just didn't get it. Yeah. They didn't get it. Yeah. yeah. It was a little different for me because my parents, you know, they're way, they're older, on the older side when I was a teenager. But she used to remember from her mom being like, that's doubles music. So she let me, <laughs> you know, explore music and go to concerts. But you know, when it came to Doc Martens and like yeah. wearing dog collars and everything else, I couldn't wear that shit. I had to hide it. Oh, like man, that's yeah. the kind of thing. It's like my visual like expression. That's one thing yeah. they tried. Guess to my mom was tell cool. me no. Yeah, was cool. but there was <laughs> one concert that I'm still like very much regretful that I didn't just like sneak like tell a lie and go stay at my friend's house. But um, it was in the '90s, so 
Marilyn Manson, super Antichrist superstar. I wanted to go to that whole concert. And uh, yeah, my dad, who didn't say much of anything, said to me, you're Catholic, you know, just like, no, you are not going to that concert at all. And I'm like, fuck, dad spoke. <laughs> he never, never <laughs> says no. And so, and I still regret because it's not the same, like Marilyn Manson at the time, like in how I felt and that sort of tour, that's like a one and only, I mean, I could see Marilyn Manson, but it's not that, it's that not that, day. it's not that, you know. It was like the mom in Detroit Rock City where she's like, yeah. you want to reach out and touch pure evil. I just want to see him. But, okay. What the fuck ever. But yeah, totally. I, that's how that's how my parents acted. Like that movie. When I when I saw that movie, I fucking almost shit my pants. Like <laughs> watching how they reacted over them, like wanting to go see Kiss and things like that. And I was like, holy shit! It's like my life right there. Like <laughs> right. literally, <laughs> right? Yeah. But then yeah, I had to hide and sneak out a lot to go to shows when I was younger. Like um, every time I blasted music in my room, my dad would come in and turn that shit off. I'm like, fuck, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, man, it sucks. So, so what's yeah, it like now that, now that you're an accomplished drummer Yeah. now, what's it like now for you and that dynamic and your parents? Um, well now, you know, my dad's not around no more. So, so I don't, I don't get the shit from him now, but I don't know if he'd be cool with it or not now, but my mom's kind of like adapted to it. She doesn't care. She just, she used to say, I'm Iha, so you're playing for the devil now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm playing for myself. <laughs> I'm like, no, I never really thought I was playing for the devil, but if you think that way, um, all right, whatever, I'm not. So... Yeah. So I did see a post on the social needs of you going to design school in the nineties or something. Digging up dirt. Yeah. You were oh, oh shit, way, guys. Dang. Yeah. Oh yeah. To find dirt on you. Yeah. On the internet. I can't. Like, you know what really I did? Look. You know what I did? I went through your Instagram and just scrolled and then I zoomed in on anything that wasn't band related. I'm like, oh my because there's not a lot of stuff <laughs> on you. Wow. Yeah. No, but um, just curious, you know, like what what was what was that about? You know, how did um, well, when I was in high school, like I majored in art and music, so mainly art because you have to pick one or the other. I don't know if you guys remember that, but so it was art. So um, I took a lot of art classes. I was an art major. I used to do art. Um, I used to paint and draw and do a lot of stuff affiliated with art. I did, I was in ceramics, plastic, I, you know, you name it. I did graphic arts, um, which graphic arts was like my favorite in high school, but, um, I should have majored in that if I only knew the future. Right. I didn't yeah. know that back then, you know? <laughs> so, um, I was into that stuff and I um, had AP classes in like my last year, uh, my, my senior year. Um, I remember my art teacher was like, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to like, is this something you want to pursue? And I'd say, well, I'd like to. And she's like, well, you really need to think about doing a portfolio. And I'm like, portfolio. Okay. I, I knew what it was, but just hearing that back then, just, you knew you were in like having to do a lot of freaking work and I didn't want to do that and I was like fuck you know this is the year I have to get serious because like 
12th grade was like the serious year. All the other years were not, you know, I goofed off so much. I ditched, I partied, I didn't care. So (laughs) 12th grade was like the year to like get serious, have a good grade point average, try to go to college and succeed and see what you're going to do. So I did a portfolio and I had um, all the stuff that I did, like whether it was, um, um, you know, all the different elements of art, like charcoal paintings and things like that. I don't have a lot of that stuff anymore. I don't know what happened to it. But um, after high school, so I got a, I got a scholarship actually for art. Um, and I was able to use that toward whatever school I wanted to go to. So I picked a, a school called Brooks College that was out in Long Beach. So after high school, I graduated in 91. You can tell now how old I am. Um, and I went straight to Brooks College right after high school. And I graduated there in 93, but I went there and actually majored in interior design. So that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Interior design for the devil. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what your mom thinks, right? (laughs) Designing for the devil now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Now I can hang whatever poster I want in my house. Yeah. But they have yeah. nice frames. <laughs> they have nice frames though. So it's good. Did, do you still do you still do artwork or any other mediums? Or is that something that you miss? Um, I do miss it. I have not um since becoming now a musician. Um that's pretty much what I do. I, I, I appreciate and love art. Like if there's ever like an art show or, or anything like that's cool to go check out from other artists, I'm totally down. Like I love going to museums. I appreciate art. I appreciate interiors. Um, I, I wish I could have done that. But at the time when I went to school and graduated and I got my AA for it, um, right after I got it, and I graduated, everyone thought we were going to, you know, be placed and have an awesome job and make lots of money. And that, that didn't happen that during that time. So, you know, it happens to a lot of people when they go to college and get a degree, you expect and think you're going to land this awesome job after you graduate. And that's not the case. And what's funny is they, <laughs> that school said that they had a 98% job placement after graduating there from there. And that wasn't the case. So no. you can imagine me and like 300 other people at that time at that school, because it was a small school, um, looking for a job wow. um, and competing against, you know, not only us, but the rest of the people out there. It was really tough. So I did internships. I tried really hard to get a job. I applied for like six months. Um, at different firms and companies and just to get my foot in the door. And I was really close at some places, but the thing was, I, you know, you guys have probably heard this before is that I was um, not experienced enough. And so when that happened, like computers were starting to become a thing. It wasn't at that time, but the computer um, era was starting to come in. And if you didn't have experience or knowledge of certain computer, like applications like CAD and things like that, you weren't going to get the job. So it was like, in other words, go back to school and learn that stuff so that you can get a job in that field. But I didn't do that. So um, 
I was close to landing a job at like ABC studios. And all I was going to do was just like run blueprints for them. You know, that was as close as I got to maybe getting the job and like, um, but it was so far away and the commute for me to go to like Burbank every day would have been brutal and it wasn't paying enough, you know? So I, on top of that, I didn't get the job. So there's that. So, yeah. So that kind of discouraged me a bit. And I just figured, ah, what, what am I working to do this for? And I finally just uh, gave up. And, um, and then that's when I like got more into music, you know, and that's it. That's where I was at at that time. It's, you know, it's interesting that you bring up how, uh, at the time, you know, you we didn't you didn't know that computers were going to play this huge impact on graphic design and interior design and, and everything like that. Um, you know, in the beginning of this episode, we do what we call roundtable discussion, and we talked about the influence of social media. Um, this is why I asked you if you run your band social media. The question is, you know, as as artists, musicians, we we need social media as a platform. Uh, I personally dislike it. I have a love-hate mm -hmm. relationship with it. How do you feel about running your band's social media and everything, you know, that comes with it? Um, I like it. Um, I'm, I'm pretty good at it. Apparently, like, the girls really delegate me to do that. Um, not because I'm always on my phone kind of thing. It's just I just know how to do things. Like, I, I'm pretty tech-savvy. I'm, like, the techie of the band. Um, so... The girls have me always like if there's an issue like they I help them out with it. But I have I run the whole social media platforms for the band um, because first and foremost I know a little bit more about it. I I can be more on it and uh, I know I like Jenny and Stacy and them they don't have time to do it. They they even though they're on their phone all the time they just don't know how to do stuff. <laughs> You know, like they don't even, some of them don't even know how to copy and paste a link. You know, it's, it's crazy. Like, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it can be frustrating for some people. Sometimes it's frustrating for me. Like I just learned yesterday. I, I, people were asking me for admin access to our Facebook page for like the tour coming up. And I was like, what? And I was like, oh yeah, I've heard of this before. Right. But I've never done it. Like I've never given any, cause I don't really kind of like to give access to our page. No offense, but I, I don't like people being in our stuff. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, yeah. I, if I give you access, please don't go in there and like, look at our business, you know? Right. And so that's the only thing I worry about. So I didn't know that I had to go actually on my computer and open it up and go in there and, give these people access to our page. Cause our, our booker, Brian was like, they said they sent the request. Are you sure you're not getting them all? Like, and I'm like <laughs> on my phone looking at it going, no dude, I don't see the request. It's not on my phone. And I'm like, then today it dawned on me and I said, oh shit, maybe I should check my computer. <laughs> so just to tell you guys, so it just, just so you know, if you're the band man, like if you handle the social media stuff and you you have the band manager page, you can't do everything from that page. Just an yeah. FYI. So I went on the computer, opened it up, and I went there and I followed. And they're like, go to settings and check and <laughs> check the page request. And I went there and I'm like, oh fuck, there they are. And I was like. <laughs> I say shit. It's been probably there. They're like, yeah, they sent you the request like a while ago, and I'm like, fuck. Okay. <laughs> now I know. So I learned something. 
new today on that because I was like, I think I knew this before, but I, I didn't realize I still got to go on my goddamn computer to open this yeah. stuff up. Like, why can't we do this from the phone now? You know what I mean? Just so you know, if you remove someone, they get notified. Oh, so, just FYI. <laughs> Shut up, really? Uh-huh. They get an email. Remove saying, someone? Yeah, if you remove someone from admin access, they'll get an email saying, you've been removed. We found that out <laughs> we the found- hard way. <laughs> Oh, home experience. <laughs> oh, I think I know oh, what you're talking about. Yeah, like when you yeah. remove a band member or somebody yeah, that was handling so your shit. Yeah, yeah so I have a few people on there. It's, it's, it's us, and I, I have given access to our merch girl and our TMs because, you know, um, uh, why do you think all that live footage, where do you think all that live footage comes from? You know what I mean? It ain't coming from my <laughs> ass. No. <laughs> so I got to give these people access. from the devil. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Coming straight from the devil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Social media is the devil. Straight from the devil. Yep. <laughs> that shit is fucking funny. No, I, I feel like Bad Cop does a really good job yeah. with their social media. Mm-hmm. You guys, you're very interactive with your fans. Yeah. You repost things. Yeah. Oh, it's all Myra. It's all Myra. <laughs> it's all me. <laughs> <laughs> secrets yeah. out it's me guys <laughs> i know a couple times i've been like reposted or on you guys i'm like back up i fucking know them see there's proof i know them as a fan we get excited yeah. <laughs> so you do a good job sure thank you i've been told that so that's great like some girl came up to us at a show and she's like oh my god whoever handles their social media is doing an awesome job and i was like <laughs> I just started laughing, and Jenny's like, "That would be Myra," you know. Like, yeah, um, I'm 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 on top of it, you know. I try to follow it and be on top of it because sometimes we get spam or shit, you know, that we shouldn't be looking at or into. Not everything's always good, so I have to go in there and delete that shit before someone else sees it. I don't think the girls. I don't even know if they know how to go into like the Instagram and look at the actual messages and stuff like that i don't even know i don't even think they even know to that extent how to go in there and look at that stuff so uh, that's why i look at everything i look at everything so that's me <laughs> do you have any advice for like new artists visual artists or or band members on how they want to improve their social media feed any quick 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 tips from myra quick tip huh okay um well if you want to improve it and I guess make your numbers grow, you have to be active. And, and, and like I said, um, I, I didn't think our page would take off. So I'm due. I mean, I just do it. Like if you, if you not, if you're not touring, that's the thing when you're not touring, like in between tours and things like that, I think you should probably post stuff like do a throwback, you know, a lot of bands are doing that now or like post, uh, shows coming up or, um, you know, I don't know, maybe some rando funny stuff or just some cool stuff or share other bands or other people's stuff that you think is important. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, we get so much stuff, like people do videos and quick clips and snips of us. So sometimes I post that stuff. People like to see that. Um, I like to post what I would think people want to see, you know, and they always want to see, it's weird. Like they always want to see more videos or pictures of the band. <laughs> so <laughs> weird. And pictures, like we don't have that many, like not at current. It's so hard for us to get together and do a freaking 
freaking photo shoot. It's insane. Like, you know, so we got to get more on more on those, but um, I don't know. I guess just stay on it and post, post some funny, cool shit. You know, if that's pretty much all I know, like, I don't know how other else to promote or advertise that. <laughs> well, I mean, and a lot of people look at it as a curation too. And so I think, your design and artistic sensibility plays into that, you know, because it yeah, multiple things. So, yeah, was- that's why I felt like I, I, I went to school for the wrong thing. If I would have known like what the future was going to hold, like more graphic arts or like dealing with computer stuff, that's the that's the area I would have went down. You know, like the road I would I should have went down. You know. Um, I used to be the one to used to make all the band flyers and things like that. Back in the day when we used to have to make band flyers. Yeah. I used to be the one to do that. Um, now it's like, you could just do everything through a computer. You don't, nobody goes out and makes a flyer by hand and goes down to Kinko's and prints them anymore. Like that used to be me too. And, um, that's another thing. I used to work for Kinko's and I used to get a lot of shit for free and do a lot of stuff wow. for free there when I was in band. So <laughs> I feel like flyer making is such a lost art form at this point. Like the mm-hmm. actual, like Myra just said, printing out, cutting, pasting together. Mm-hmm. We should, we got to bring it back. It's the same, <laughs> the same as like zines and independence zines, although that's turning around and making a comeback too, but it's the same type sensibility, cutting, pasting, you know, actual paperwork, something physical and tangible. It's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so Myra, you guys are in the studio right now. Yeah. Yeah. Working on our third full length. That's exciting. Uh, it's cash. It's whatever. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Definitely cash right now because uh orgasm <laughs> As you know, um, you know, Stacy's not here right now. She's uh out being a gimme right now, so she's touring insane. with those guys. <laughs> yeah, that's huh? insane. That's insane. That's so rad. It is rad. We're stoked. We're happy for her. So uh she comes back on the seventh. So when she comes back, we'll probably be back in the studio to get some more stuff done on this record. Um, we figured we were going to take, we're just going to take our time with it and not be in a rush because we do have so much stuff in between recording that we have to do. And so it's, um, there's a lot of work to be done. I mean, I'm done with my drum track, so I'm stoked on that. Uh, so speaking of that, I will be hooking up with Johnny tomorrow. I'll be in the studio with him to go over some of that stuff and get it back going again. So, uh, and then the girls have to go in and do their their part. But um, yeah, we're working on it. So it's going to take us a while. <laughs> that's awesome. Do you feel, how do you feel about everything that's coming out so far as, 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 as far as uh, evolving your sound or? You know, the last album you guys did was really, it was really feminist and and powerful. How do you feel about this record? Um, I think this record is going to be interesting. I don't think it's going to be as political as our last album. Um, I think this is going to be more about, uh, I more about uh, internal issues with um, with. I think with the girls are going to write stuff about some of their experiences, especially Stacy. Like she's got some real powerful songs that she's writing about her recent experiences. 
um, Jenny as well, and Lynn's working on it. It's it's just been kind of hard to get some good ideas flowing, and um, because we've been so busy, but um, it is going to be different. Um, we're, that's why we're going to take our time with it. And we're hoping <laughs> if we're going to take our time with it, that we it should be this album's got to be just as good, if not better, than Warriors. So that's what we're hoping for. Um, it's so early still in the stages of the rec recording that I can't really say, cause I'm not the songwriter. I just do the beats. So I don't write any of the songs. So it's hard for me to say what the girls envision on this album right now. Cause it's kind of still premature, you know? So I'm, I'm not really sure on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it, is it looking like a more end of the year release or next year? Um, I think our plan is to release it next year. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to take the venomous pinks with you. Yeah. <laughs> and, Hell yeah, ladies. So you guys got Angela as too? the photographer. Just, yeah. <laughs> Just slip it in there. You know? uh, I got to, I got to work mine too, girls. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you do, I, side note, when you guys play and I'm not at a show, mm -hmm. I get messages all the time. Where were you? Where were you? I was like, I try to go to all of them, but I have other things. You guys know I'm not in the band, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's not just, the same if you're not there. I know. Yeah. That means a lot. I should pick up the triangle or something. What do you say? What do you think? <laughs> should I do the tambourine <laughs> for the audience? Sure. <laughs> Cowbell, whatever, dude. Yes. You can do it. We always need more cowbell. More cowbell. Fucking right? A. Fucking A. Um, oh, I was just going to ask, what is it like to work with Fat Mike? Is he just, does he hear the song and he rips it apart first? And then he's like, no, no, wrong, wrong. Uh, I am wearing a fat, <laughs> fat shirt today. Pretty, pretty close, ladies. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to just say this, that Fat Mike is like the Simon Cowell of punk rock. Okay. Okay. So. If you know how Simon Cowell was or is, I guess he might have he might have eased up a bit throughout the years, but that dude has, was brutal. Yeah, and remember when he'd be like, "That's horrible," you know, <laughs> you know, shit like shit. that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it. Um, you know, Fat Mike's gonna be open and really honest, and if he believes in you and he really likes your band, he's gonna push you to work really hard. And he has done that to us. So um, he pushes us to work really hard because he wants us to do and be our best, which is crazy. Cause, uh, <laughs> and to stay on um, his label, right? Because, I mean, you're amongst some of the few that have multiple releases on Fat Records. That's, that's amazing. Usually you yeah, do an album unless you're yeah. a regular band with them. Yeah, I mean, we're lucky and fortunate to be on Fat Records and, and like, them giving us the opportunity to um, be on that label. They're, they're great people and then they do become your family. So, and they're very supportive of everything that we do. Um, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's been a trip, you know, um, but Fat Mike, since he likes us a lot, he's really good friends with Stacy. He likes to be real hands-on with our stuff. So he, um, he really helped us out with our last album, including Davey. Davey's like our mastermind dude that helped us on everything that we've released. And um, 
you know, sometimes we, we don't all agree on stuff. We butt heads, you know, that happens. He's really, he could be real tough on us. Um, but it only helps us to be better, you know? And like, there's stuff that Stacy has wrote and like, um, he's heard it. And then he goes, no, no, you do better than that. Come on. You do better than that. What is that? And you know, it's just <laughs> funny because it's like, <laughs> like he, but you know what? It pushes them to do better and work harder and, and, and come out with a better result. And they have, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. That's why Warriors was such a great album because they, they pushed us to work really hard on that. And um, some of those songs and the lyrics, I mean, I, I, I have no idea where these girls come up with that stuff. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not a lyricist and I don't write the songs, you know, but I, I'm pretty amazed when they come up with the stuff and I'm just like, wow, you know? Um, so yeah, you guys will, I guess, see it. And you guys were on a couple of some of the songs, ladies. You guys Did helped us with. <laughs> Did it make it though? Hopefully those songs. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to keep those songs. I hope we yeah. do. I, we don't know yet. We don't know if they'll be on oh. the chopping block or not yet. So wow. yeah. That's amazing <laughs> to just go in and record and be like, may or may not make the cut. I mean, yeah. a lot of bands, like they have, correct me if I'm wrong, limited amount of time like a day or less and it's like you just hurry up and I mean it must be amazing to have that creative um freedom to be able to go in and record multiple days and to try different things out and that's a great gift for sure it is um what works best is that you kind of have an idea and you have a structure you have the song um like our last album, we did not have a lot of those songs ready or, or done. We, it was a little different process. We basically, I guess, wrote them as we went along in the studio where this time the girls are taking their time and writing these songs and having them ready, kind of ready. Majority of it's ready when we go in the studio and then we'll figure out the structure and all that as we go along. Um, and we have Johnny helping us on this on this album, um, so we got some extra hands on this and extra help. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to continue to keep pushing and working on it. We'll see what happens. So far, I'm liking pretty much what we've done, um, but like I said, there's still a lot of work to be done and a lot of tweaking and, and editing and finishing up a lot of other songs so we'll see what happens i don't know how many are gonna make it on the album but we'll find out you know um totally off subject but as <laughs> as i was watching you i saw this pretty what this bling and ring that you have this wedding ring you got going on <laughs> oh wait she, really? she went away <laughs> yeah so that was just my lame attempt at trying to segue something in the um, <laughs> so you're you're married and you are a touring badass and you are happily married and as another lady that loves to go an adventure that's married tell me how does that work what is your advice to maintain a rad punk rock marriage and have the balance between your creative endeavors and your home life tell me because i need it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gabby just got she got engaged. What's the secret? What's the What's secret, the secret, bro? Yeah. <laughs> well, congrats. Are you engaged? Did I know this? Or I don't remember this. You're, yeah. 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 Uh, oh, Gabby, hey, Gabby, hey. yeah, Gabby just show me your bling. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Nice ring, Gabby. <laughs> Thank you. 
I'll work better on the segways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not easy. I'm going to put it that way. Um, you have to be with somebody and find someone that understands like um, the life of being a musician, I guess. Uh, when I met my dude, I wasn't doing the extensive musician thing. I wasn't, I was in bands, but I wasn't touring much yet at that time. Um, I wasn't really doing a whole lot. So I didn't know that life and neither did he. So we were just, you know, we cruise along. And then when I finally got into bad cop, you know, I was in other bands. Like I said, I, those bands were mainly just weekend warrior type of bands. We were only, um, playing a lot of local shows, maybe going up to SF Vegas, not very far, um, keeping it local. Um, we didn't do extensive tours because a lot of people that I was in band with had real jobs. So um, a lot of them couldn't do the touring. And so when I met the Bad Cop ladies and we started to tour, um, you know, I talked to my dude about it and he was like, okay, well, is this going to be like often? Like how often is this going to be? I'm like, I don't know. So, um, I just, I basically said, if the, I guess the more popular and the more stuff you do, I guess the more touring happens. So I, um, you know, he understood, um, like I said, I was married to him way before my, um, this, this touring stuff took off with the band. Um, we, we've been married since 2001. So, um, the band Bad Cop didn't start till 2011. Mm -hmm. So, and we started touring probably heavily right after we got signed. So that was like 2014. So we've been touring a lot the last few years. So understands it's not easy. I think we both have an agreement of like, I, I, we've kind of now, um, do it where we only tour for a certain amount of time. So I think we're trying to only max out maybe three to four weeks <laughs> where we were kind of gone for like a month or two or so at a time. And it does put a strain in your relationship and it puts a strain not only in your relationship with your dude or, or your boyfriend or whoever, but it, it puts a strain on the band. Like when we are on the road a lot, everybody's personality is different. Um, it's not always easy to maintain that. And, and you, some people get homesick and some people aren't used to being gone a lot and being gone from their loved ones. You know, we're all different. So yeah, it, 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 we just learn how to manage and deal with it. Um, but we do make changes to what our touring schedule is like, like right now I'm tripping that I'm home right now. Like this is like the first time in five years, I think that I've been home at around this time. Um, so it's a trip. I'm, I, I like it though. I'm enjoying it. I'm actually able to be home and not be on the schedule and be relaxed and go to the gym and go to the park and go do whatever I want on my own terms and like be home and cook a meal, you know, and do things with my dude and, um, go out of town with him. So it, it's nice. Like right now I'm home and I'm just like tripping going, wow, last year we were like doing a tour, you know, we weren't even here. We were in Europe, you know? And so it's nice. It's nice to have that adjustment. So I would say as long as your dude or the person you're with is cool, knowing that you have a, being a musician is like, you're going to have a crazy schedule. It's going to change and you're, you might be gone for a bit and you might not be as long as they understand that. 
Um, if they don't, then I don't know. Like, I, I think maybe just talk about it. If they can't deal with it, then unfortunately, lots of people break up because of that stuff. And it sucks, you know? Right. But yeah. Lots of trust. <laughs> yeah, man. So, so much feels, man. She, she's all, if it doesn't work out, you're fucked. <laughs> Still going on tour. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, right. It's me or the band. Yeah. It's like me or the band. Uh, hey man, I've had I've been in bands where like my bandmates had to quit the band because their their significant other wouldn't let them do stuff. And I'd be wow. like, holy shit, that's such fucked a up, foreign you know? concept yeah. for me. Fuck yeah. that. As a person, I don't know. Yeah. Like, my hu- see, my husband's like, cool, go on tour, you know? have fun. You know, <laughs> I wish I was going, you know, you know, awesome. with my own band, you know, that's what he's kind of like, I don't know. But yeah. Well, well, Myra talking about tour, how you guys been on tour forever. You got to have some like tour war stories. What's the worst between you guys or you've seen like horror stories on the tour on the road, on the road, on the road with Myra. Yeah. Mama, mama, Myra, <laughs> the devil worshiper. <laughs> So many nicknames. Tori so is many the devil. <laughs> oh shit! I mean, we opened up a big one today, huh? Every city, every yeah, city, right? the devil. Every time I see you, I Miha. <laughs> I Miha. Um, <laughs> let me think. Let me see. Okay, so you're saying like, like a war story, like a bad situation, or like? No, tell her about the time with the joint in the van. Oh God. <laughs> well. <laughs> No, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say there was a situation where I was, it might have been on the girl gang tour. It, that was, that was the last night. All right, hopefully Tell my it. parents are in, or, or my just people, all right. So we we're in California, right? And there was this lovely multi-colored hair person who uh, we're all friends with and she's a big Beth. fan of yours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I was trying to be discreet and she's like, and, and I was, you know, she's one of those virtual friends that I was like, I just like love her and communicate with her, but barely had seen her in person. And she was like, I go up to her and I was just like, Hey, do you, do you know where I can get any, you know, some smoke or whatever. And like magic, she pulls this joint out of like her hair. <laughs> and I was like, it was like, Oh, like oh my god you're a magical being how did that happen <laughs> so anyways like i smoked part of it i put it in my jacket and my hoodie actually and i put it in the van not thinking of it wasn't going to like go on tour with it because obviously i'm on tour with other people i'm not going to go carrying you know into a state with it or anything and i wasn't going to go driving around with it i just <laughs> literally okay i got stoned and i fucking forgot where it was <laughs> let's be real fucking be real so it it was in there, and I guess you know caused some some aroma in the van, <laughs> aroma in the van. Even though California is legal, right? And let's just say there was a band member, ex members. Yeah. Oh, I've heard this story. Yeah. I've heard this story before. <laughs> How the fuck did you yeah. hear this story? I never told you. I, <laughs> no, then, not you. But someone else told me. They, like she like fucking flipped, and I'm like in the back. And, well, first of all, I'm getting liquor because I was like sober the whole time, besides the joint smoking. And like all of a sudden, another ex member is like, "No, dude, just so you know, oh my gosh, this person's freaking out. She's freaking out." I'm like, "What? What's going on?" I get in the van, and she's just going off like whoever has the weed needs to get rid of it right now i don't understand and she's just like fucking going off i'm in the back and then i'm having like another person whisper to me shh, shh don't say anything 
don't say anything. Don't say anything. And I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, sorry, it's fine. It's fine. It's escalating. It's it's escalating. It's escalating. And meanwhile, I'm like crying. They're like arguing. And then I'm like, does it matter? Because we're in California. It's fucking legal. And then uh, fucking Gabby over here is messaging me on on Facebook saying, fuck her. She's just a band member. You're my friend. You're my real friend. Don't fucking. She's like super pissed. I'm texting my husband like, I don't want to be here right now. I'm breaking up the van. What's happening? And we're all like still in the van. We haven't even moved. We're still in the van. The van's breaking up. The The van's breaking breaking up up because of me. I just want to be home. There's no place like home. So a story like that, just yeah. conflict, I guess. Or I mean, you're on the road. I'm sure you see all kinds of shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. We we have a lot of crazy stories. Uh, but as far as weed, uh, well, you know, the you know our band is a we- big weed cons- uh, con- uh, What do you call it? We have lots of weed consumption. And, and it's not by me because what's funny is I don't smoke weed anymore. Um, so um, I live the natural high life, if you know what I mean. So, uh, you know, uh, the other girls, they love weed. They can't live without it. So they have it's like a, a thing every time. So every time, like the only thing that I that's happened to us is every time we get pulled over, <laughs> especially at the border. Um, uh, yeah, we got into a bit of a um, a problem. I think it was we were in Nebraska a couple years ago, and we got pulled over from <laughs> from these Nebraskan cops. And what happened though? I'm gonna say this: my driver, our driver. Um, you know, you ever you ever driven on the road and see those checkpoints where you see yeah, the signs? It's like checkpoint straight ahead. Oh yeah. Right, well, um, he saw that sign and literally went off the road when he saw it. Instead of going... <laughs> and I was like, I looked at, I was like, I don't know if I want, I don't want to mention his name. I don't want to embarrass him, but I was like, dude, you don't fucking do that. You go straight. Like you gotta go. Like don't, that is like the major, it's like the biggest decoy you can do like in a van situation. Hello, look at all of us. We're in this van. And then we were, I think, were we in our church van? Yeah, we were in our church van still. I don't know if you guys remember our church van in Carnacio. Did that help with your mom with touring? (laughs) She's like, well, they're in a church van. (laughs) Right? My mom is cool with that. She was really strict. Well, I don't know. You guys remember that van we had? It was called Encarnacio, and she, like, had one half was script like the whole van was all scriptured you know christian scripture so one side was in english and the other side was in spanish it was hilarious so like we never like i kid you not in in the years that we've had that van and toured across country we only got pulled over i think like twice so it's a trick yeah yeah it's a trick yeah it's a they're not gonna fuck with you in a church van dude i'm not kidding it's it's so true (laughs) they're not gonna fuck with you in a church van so we got pulled over because our friend went off the road, going back to that story. <laughs> so we're in the middle of like, I don't know where, some desolate road out in Nebraska. And it was like, uh, the cops kind of took a while to come to the van. And I just remember like, I didn't move around and I said, nobody moved, just act cool, everybody be cool, you know? And I'm like, I know you guys got fucking weed. Who has the fucking weed? And they're all, we all have weed. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, I'm like all right, just be cool. 
just be cool. Cause I didn't know the law in Nebraska, you know, like, I don't know what the deal was there, if they tolerated it or not. So I'm just like, I think Jenny had gummies as well. We like everybody had weed. You're going so, to um, so this is a funny story. I'm trying to keep it short. So the cops finally come up to the window and was like, do you know why we pulled you over? And I'm like, I know. <laughs> I'm like, I know why you pulled us over. And my friend was like acting like, no. And my friend, kid you not, my friend that was our driving at the time, um, he was actually our merch guy at the time driving and our driver was chilling in the passenger seat. So we're in Nebraska guys. Okay. And they pull us over and there's two brown dudes in the front with long hair. Okay. Just saying, <laughs> how funny is that? You know? And I'm like, Oh fuck. I hope they don't fuck with us. I hope these cops are cool and they don't like give these guys shit, you know? So anyways, and he, he, you know, our friend was like, no, why did you pull us over? And he goes, um, I don't know, maybe because maybe because I, I got off the road and he goes, bingo. And he goes, yeah, you literally didn't know there was like a, a um, there was like a, like, what do you call it? A police ch uh, stop check up the street, you know? And what happened was that sign was there and that was totally a fake checkpoint from what we found out. It wasn't, there wasn't even a checkpoint what? happening what? up the street. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. So- huh. Gotcha. Um, yeah, tricked us. So, okay, <laughs> God, I got so many stories about Nebraska, guys. It's so funny. Um, so yeah, they definitely tricked us, and so they made us all get out of the car, and they said first thing they said, of course, because they're like, "What are you guys doing?" and "Where are you guys from?" And so they're like, "Okay, real quick, we're gonna get straight to the point. Do any of you have any drugs or paraphernalia we should know about?" I just was like, "Fuck," and then um um. What's funny is Stacy, I don't know why Stacy did this, but Stacy's like, I do, I got all this weed. <laughs> so I was like, She was probably high as fucking paranoid. <laughs> oh my God. So it's funny because everybody gave her her everybody gave Stacy their weed. I don't know why in the fuck no one kept their weed. Like, like, like in the yeah we, they were like does anyone have weed and she said i do and she had everybody's weed in her hand and i was like what the fuck dude like oh man so that's the only funny time i can remember as far as getting pulled over and getting like getting at that by the cops it was fucking hilarious um so basically they searched the van they went through our stuff they found some more stuff um they didn't find everything though from what we found out after the check after they checked us but um yeah, that's, um, <laughs> we ended up, we were really scared at that moment because we didn't know what was going to happen. I, I think they don't tolerate weed. And Stacey's like, well, I have a medical card. And they're all, well, you're in Nebraska. That doesn't work here. And so I was like, oh, fuck, you know, and, and I didn't know if they were going to arrest some of us or ticket us. So the guy goes, the cop goes, you got two options. I can either, you guys can either go down to the station or I can give you a ticket. And we're like, well, yeah, of course, we're not going to fucking say we're going down to the station. We're going to take the ticket. <laughs> but I would be like, because I told them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I, I just turned when they walked away and I, I looked at them. We're all standing out there. It's really windy. We're like just standing out in the middle of nowhere. We don't know what the fuck's going to happen. You know, we were kind of like freaked out for a bit. Um, I, I just turned around and said, if I get a fucking ticket, I'm going to be so fucking mad because I don't smoke weed, you know? And I'm like, I don't have nothing on me. So, um, 
um, the cop actually did not ticket me, but he ticketed everybody else in the van. Nice. So yeah. looking at your pupils, you, you. Don't yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got scot free. And I'm going to tell you that was a pretty hefty fucking ticket. It was like $750. What? You know? And yeah. Weed. <laughs> Just for weed. In that Nebraska. Probably, that probably paid for dirt roads somewhere in Nebraska. <laughs> The dirt weed out there. I don't know. Yeah, we have this saying every time we're in Nebraska, we say old man Nebraska because there's another story where we went there um, on another tour and we went to this fake gas station. What is that <laughs> you're going to fake locations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it looked like a real gas station that was like converted into like a pet farm, like a petting zoo. And that place had like it had like donkeys and like llamas and like pigs. And so of course us being that we love fucking animals, we saw it and we're like, oh my God, let's go there. And then we really needed to use the bathroom and get gas. But it was a total like decoy to just get people up there. And it wasn't really a gas station or, or a bathroom. But we were like, what the fuck is this place? We went into the store in there and there's some older dude working it. And we're like, do you have a bathroom we can use? He goes, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm all, well, what is there to do here? He's like, there's a liquor store. And, 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 and I got, I got some feed where you could buy, you had to pay for the feed. It was like in a, in a, in a, in a candy thing in a dispenser. And you would put like 25 cents or something to get feed to feed the animals. And that's it. You can go out and hang out and pet and feed the animals. But that was about it. There's, there wasn't a gas station and there wasn't a bathroom you can use. So I was like, so we called that guy, old man, Nebraska. And so we're like, you got a bathroom you can use? Nope. Tricked ya. So that's like our thing that we say every time we're in Nebraska. <laughs> Tricked ya. Tricked ya. So when we did that checkpoint, avoiding that checkpoint, I just started laughing. It was like, yep, getting pulled over. Yep. Tricked ya. You know, there's a fake, <laughs> fake ass sign saying there's a checkpoint ahead. And we found out when we got back on the road and drove past it, we're like, motherfucker, there's not even a fucking checkpoint. It's just a fake sign saying there's a checkpoint. So, well, anyway. well, Ira, did you, did you guys pay to feed the pets? We did. Yeah. So regardless <laughs> if we didn't have a bathroom or have gas, we got suckered into feeding those pets. So we were there for a minute doing videos and stuff. We're like, oh, look at these cool little, look at this donkey, you know? And like, so like, we I'm maybe those... testing myself, but this donkey is getting fed. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I know it just sucked because it was like out in the middle of nowhere and it was kind of warm. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. This is like, this is their job, you know? This is what these pets have to do every day and lure people here and like thinking you're going to get gas and fucking go to the bathroom. It's like, nope, tricked ya. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyways, that's my story on that one. Uh, yeah. I'm sure we have more. I just can't remember. Um, so you guys have a tour coming up. Tell us a little bit about your tour. Where are you going? Ooh. All right. Um, yeah, we got a little tour coming in July. We are taking out dog party and party pity. <laughs> it's going to be a whole big party. Um, so we are going to go do one date in Canada that we're, we're actually flying to to play some tattoo festival up there. And then we come back and play the 25th anniversary of work tour in Mountain View um the following day and then we're heading out to denver we're heading out to um salt lake city um 
Not Nebraska. Not Nebraska. No, you know what? Fuck, we are going to Nebraska. <laughs> when I saw that on the tour schedule, I was like, fuck, we're going back to Nebraska. Oh, man. Yeah. So we'll be there again. Maybe there'll be another story. I'm hoping we don't get pulled over this time, though. So, um, yeah, we're heading there, Chicago, um, I think St. Louis. You know, we're just doing a quick, like, nine-date but we're going to be gone for a few weeks because all the driving involved. So we're just going to do a quick loop around the Midwest and back kind of deal. And, and then that's it. <laughs> so while you're one question that I do have is that a lot of photographers always miss the drummers as far as taking, <laughs> right. And I know you definitely call us out, which is true. It's definitely difficult. So do you have any advice for photographers on how to get better shots of the drummer? Or is there certain angles that you, as a drummer, you like better than others? Um, good question. I mean, yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> I don't know if you guys see these memes that have gone around. There's one that I posted one time. It's like, yeah, great shot of the drummer, but it's like the symbols blocking. Totally. <laughs> Every time. I think I have five in my, like hard drive of you. Oh, really? With the symbol yeah. blockage? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious because this photographer sent us pictures of uh, some show he took pictures of and it's like, oh, he's got all these great pictures of Jenny, Lynn, and Stacy, and then he gets one of me and it's like symbol blockage on my face. I'm yeah. like, cool pick. <laughs> and he probably worked his ass off trying to get that too. <laughs> like, I'm like, cool pick, bro. <laughs> it's, um, you know, um, there's certain photographers that know how to take drummer for photos. Um, we took Eden a few years ago. I don't know if you guys know Eden Kittiver. She She's a young um, photographer girl that um, we met through the VLHS crew. Um, and she just came to our shows and took pictures and like posted them. We're like, hey, you do pretty good pictures. And she's like, well, I'm down to tour if you guys ever need a photographer. So we took her on the warp tour with us and she did all our photos for that for the warp tour. I don't know if you've seen some of those images, but oh my God, she took so many great pictures. <laughs> really good photographer. And, yeah, and she just cap she she knows how to capture it. Like she would tell me, Is it okay? Like I don't want to be in your face. Like where like is there any part that you don't want? I said, Hey, I don't care as long as you don't take get a double chin pick and like, you know, a bad angle pick from my side or something like that. You know what I mean? I'm all other than that, shoot away, you know? So she learned how to just do photos where she can come up and do really cool side way, like side. She knew how to avoid the symbol, which was great. And I was like, wow, that's awesome, Eden. She did a lot of overhead shots where we're cool. Um, Jason Cook is also very yeah. good. Like he's done really good photos of me and like there, there's, there's a few photographers that just know how to do it. And Jason Cook is another one. He just knows how to get a picture of the drummer. Like it's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I get it. It's hard because if we're, if I'm on a riser or even if I'm not on a riser and we're on a big stage and like the stage is high and the photographers have to take a picture from like three feet below, you know, yeah. and it's, that's, that's kind of a hard angle and I'm in the back, you know, I'm I get it. Like, I'm sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to get a good picture from the drummer from there. Cause the girls are like right in front. I'm back here. You know what I mean? Right. Unless <laughs> that photographer is willing or allowed to come on stage, you know? Right. And that's, that's yeah. 
that's not always the case. And no, it's not. And, and, and more times than not. And I remember the first time I went on stage to like photograph the drummer at like the marquee and it was like huge. I'm like, oh, please don't fucking unplug anything. I was scared shitless, <laughs> but it was already pre-planned because I was there before. But like, if I'm just randomly there for a band and I'm shooting and stuff, of course you can't just like go on fucking stage. Although I sometimes creep sometimes. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can, like, if we play and there's access for you and you can come on stage, you're more than welcome to, dude. You don't have to. Yeah, yeah. Yay! I got so excited. You knocked over the mic. (laughs) Win, Angela. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, we're cool with people that we know and, like, like Jason and Eden and people like that who just know, like, Jason has access for a lot of stuff. It's a trip. That dude can be all over the fucking stage state. He'll just come up and like real quick snap like that. I'm like, whoa, dude, where the hell did you come from? You know? <laughs> and it's like, the only parts that suck is like when we play venues or places where like, I literally have a wall behind me mm-hmm. and there's no access to yeah. go around me or get real close to me. Cause all the gear is like next to my ass, you know? So those are the only tough shots unless you're in the front and the stage is like low and it's a good level for you to get a good picture then yeah you know um but other than that yeah it's tough it's got to be tough I, i i must say it's probably the toughest to photograph a drummer always and I know that. <laughs> I know that because I don't always see. There's some shows and I, see, I get pictures and I'm like, there is not one picture of me in this. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, you know. And they're like, I'm sorry. It was really hard. I couldn't get you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's okay. I, I get it. That's you know? cool. I just keep the beat for the band, but whatever. Yeah, I'm just back here. <laughs> don't, don't mind me. Sitting here. <laughs> well, and it's, it's cool, like Rico, because he started out on drums, so he really gave me a lot of tips, oh, do this, like drummers like this, and drummers like that, so I always like to get the different, you know, go-tos, so now I know, Myra, <laughs> I, know. Right. I can Going creep forward. up, yeah. I'm excited. So, You're so, going to be sorry you ever said that to me. <laughs> I know, I'm going to be like, fuck, I can't get Angela out of my face now, <laughs> right? Face! <laughs> <laughs> I turn around, you're like right there. <laughs> hey, Myra. Myra, I love you. <laughs> snap, 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 snap. Snap, 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 snap. Yeah. Hi, Mija. Hi, Mija. What did I do? <laughs> What'd you do? Well, Myra, since we're talking about drums and advice, I guess we'll do the little advice, little Myra corner. Myra. Oh, shit. Okay. So, so you started young drumming, you know, being a woman young girl so what advice would you give younger girls trying to get into playing drums because it's still kind of a big instrument you know with guitars girls playing nowadays it's a little more acceptable but drums is still like you know you get the drums are for boys and all that crap like what advice would you give younger girls that are trying to just grab some sticks and start whacking shit like <laughs> or even even older ones yeah want, even older ones yeah you know anybody yeah there's no age limit ladies yeah, I, yeah. i'm gonna tell you the last um i forgot what tour it was um one of our tours we did i had women older women coming up to me and telling me like oh my god i just started drumming and i just picked up drumming i thought too long ago and then i came to see you guys and it's just so inspiring and, and it just motivates me to you know um, want to drum more and I'm like fuck yeah great and like this one lady was like telling me she was like 50 and just started picking up the sticks and I was like oh my god I was like high-fiving her and everything 
and I, I, I love hearing these stories. And I, um, the only thing is like, for me, I, when I started playing during that time there, were, I didn't know any other girls doing that shit. And I think a lot of people, especially in the church and wherever I was at, whenever I played, people saw that and were just like amazed, I guess. And they tripped out like, cause there was no girls. I was the only girl from my, from that church group that I played during that time. It was always the boys. I had to fight with the boys to always take my turn on the drums and, and the people there would be like, no, let Maya drum. She's better than you. <laughs> no offense. But, um, yeah, so I would always get voted to play and these dudes would get all mad and get all upset, you know, and it was like, yeah, whatever, if it's, um, whatever, girls are better, you know. And they're probably um, like, oh, she's part of the devil group. <laughs> <laughs> Back off, yeah. <laughs> um, um, I would say, you know, I've told girls, like, I don't worry, and I've told people that are wanting to play the drums, I said, you know, just practice and don't give up don't stop like I always told myself that if I give up if I've given up because of what people said about women playing drums oh that's not a instrument for for girls or women I mean shit fuck that you know it's like if that's what you want to do there shouldn't be a reason for for anybody or anything to hold you back to do that just get up and play don't don't worry about what you sound like or what you look like um uh, it's, it's, it's a trip that still today, to date, there is not more women, female drummers out there. It amazes me still that I'm like, and I always say I, we need more women drummers. Like I tell these little girls, oh, you know, or the parents, they tell me, oh, she just started playing drums. Her favorite instrument is drums. I'm like, right on, you know? And I, I just tell them like, stay motivated and keep doing it. I said, we need more girl drummers because one day you might need to fill in for me or like one oh, day you yeah. might not yeah, you might need to be opening up for us. You know what I mean? And so that really kind of spikes their attitude a little bit. And they're just like, oh my God, that's so cool. And, um, but other than that, I just tell them to don't stop and don't worry what people say. And just, if that's what you want to do, get into it and really be into it and learn it and, and play, just get up and play. Who cares? You know? Um, that's it. I mean, I, I don't have more, <laughs> more to say about that's that. Good. That's something you want to do. Just get out and do it. You know what yeah. I mean? Cause otherwise it haunts you till this day. Yeah. Um, back in elementary school, I wanted to play the tuba so bad. Oh, wow. Tuba. tuba. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> it wouldn't let me cause I was too small and apparently it's not like a girl's <laughs> instrument. So I was stuck with the fucking trumpet, but I, so Wow. Yeah. I have a story I wanted to like play that. the fucking tuba. I wanted to play the drums. <laughs> I actually did, but my mom wouldn't let me. I'm just so. imagining you with this. I know, little <laughs> I know, right? Tuba. The tuba. This you, thing you know, is tuba so cool. It's, Who's got it? It's bassy. Like I I guess I always like like the low tones and <laughs> I wanted to play the fucking tuba. Nothing stopped. And to me this now, day, though. 20 it's years old, I still it. fucking remember. Oh, I couldn't play it. You're so mad. Do you still want to play the tuba? I was playing the fucking trumpet. Nobody do you wants still to play the tuba? tuba? I do. I'm probably going to buy one now. Like and the saxophone. Too. But you never learned to play it? You don't know how to play it? No, I just always intrigued me. You know? Hey. Huh. That's all right, because I played a ton of different instruments. <laughs> I played the accordion one time, guys. Yeah. You know? The accordion's bad. <laughs> That's... 
I mean, I wanted yeah. to play. When I was a, yeah. when I was little, and I had this big ass accordion, it wasn't so rad trying to play <laughs> on that thing in bunch of front of you know do a recital in front of a bunch of people, and I was just like, oh my god, this thing is so huge. Um, <laughs> um, but I did do that. I, I I played piano. I played the flute. I played. Uh, I tried playing the saxophone. I tried playing every other instrument you can think of because that's what my family did to me. They were trying to make me play other instruments wow. and just to see, not to not let me play drums, but they just wanted to see if I had interest or I, if I was able to play other instruments as well. Um, drums wasn't their preferred instrument, apparently. So, and they're like, no, it looks like she likes the drums. So I guess we should just let her play the drums. Play. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. My mom just, didn't want the noise of the drums, so I got yeah. stuck with the, the clarinet for seven years. See? Yeah, they're like, why don't you play something prettier, like, you know, the piano. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, I just could not ever remember, like, when I learned the notes and everything, I just, it wouldn't stick with me. And I had a hard time, like, oh, fuck, how, was, how did that go again? And so <laughs> drums was the only thing, like, I can remember. I never took classes for it, so I don't know the theory of drums. I just know you know, the basics, like I know my rudiments, I know all the flans and paradiddles and all that stuff, but I never like really learned to read notes <laughs> and write notes. Um, I tried, but it never stuck with me. So the only thing that I remembered is like, if I could sit on the drum, I can follow the pattern and I know how to do it, you know? And that's how I did it. I would listen and I would watch and I still do. I listen and watch so many drummers and I, that's how I keep my style going and defining my my sound and my style i watch drummers i'm like oh that's kind of a cool move I'm not trying to steal it but you know it's could i can implement that you know um but things like that that's that's how i've always done it i i've never was able to learn how to read and do notes well, so it, it makes sense like you're, you're a visual artist visually artistic person in addition to me so watching and then listening i mean it caters to both of your strengths so makes sense it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I should be a therapist for music. <laughs> you should be. You should be. You should do a, a, you should do a therapy podcast. That would be fucking awesome. <laughs> Just have musicians call you in. Uh, yeah. Exactly. But, yeah. New idea. I mean, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should, Angela. Be you could be like, on today's therapy podcast, we're going to have, and then you can have that band that's if they want to air this shit but yeah. i mean that would be kind of funny that would be kind of fun it's great she's like i want you to do that so i could listen <laughs> we should do that yeah. a little segment yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's uh let's get into a ghost or yeah some paranormal i know i, I she, had, she had the spooky look in her eye that's all she's gonna that's go just how I look. that's my favorite <laughs> It's just my face, Angela. That's Jeez. just my gangster name, Spooky. Little Spooky. There's your little Spookies. Little, you guys watch that? Little Spooky. No. <laughs> you guys watch that show? No. What is that? That's Fred Armisen's new show. It's like a TV novella, like he's oh. in, and it's called Los Spookies. Really? <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but um, I've heard a lot about it and it looks pretty funny what's funny is like everyone else is speaking spanish and they do the subtitles for them and then he speaks in english so they do the <laughs> subtitles for him for the spanish-speaking people it's kind of funny i was like oh that's that's pretty funny you know fred should just speak in spanish because i think he knows it but i don't know i have to look into it my friend told me about it 
she's like, you got to watch most of Spookies. I'm like, what? And I'm like, <laughs> damn, that's good to know then. I got to watch it too. I haven't, yeah. remember when we saw him at Nam? And I was like, yeah, hey. that's right, huh? Yeah. We tried to go back. We're like all like, mm, we can't go up because there's a line. Yeah. And then it was like, we tried to go back later to see if the line got smaller and then like, nope. And then it was like, oh, now he's gone. <laughs> we like, we missed him. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Do you I have love any those ghost stories. Do you have any, have you seen anything? Tell me. I want to know everything. Have I seen it? I have not seen any paranormal shit, but I have heard it. Um, do you want to know my experiences or the band experiences? <laughs> let's, start, let's start yeah. with you. And then if the band has, I think I've heard the band though, but tell, tell yeah. us about you. Oh, okay. Um, well, when I was young, I know that I've seen and experienced this stuff. Uh, <sighs> Bringing back memories, man. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Okay, so my grandmother, okay, my grandmother lives in Mexico when she was alive. I'm, and Gabby, you probably know if you've been to Mexico, there's some, there's some creepy shit that can go on down there. Mm -hmm. um, people are just as spiritual and they believe in a lot of stuff. There's a lot of witchcraft. Mm -hmm. Apparently I had an aunt that was in the witchcraft is from what I heard. Uh, so that's, that's another story we have to get into later, but Me too. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty common. Yeah. It's like a co combination between catholicism like archetypes and i forget the what's the official name for that type like of Santeria. there it is there it is yeah. bingo that's it <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um i just remember when i was a kid because like back in the day i remember going to funerals and like when someone died in our family um the mexican heritage is very known to like have funerals like in the home <laughs> so um my um, family down there owns like a body shop, like an auto body shop. And in the auto body shop, there have been a lot of funerals there. And I just remember like one night, um, my, one, one of my uncles passed away and they had his like uh, viewing there. So he, his body was there for like a couple of days. And I was staying, we were staying literally in the house, like next, like right next to it. And like, when you look out the window, that was like the view, you could see his casket out there. And I was oh, like, it's kind of spooky for me. So, yeah. um, I just remember going up the stairs and it was an outdoor type of stair atrium kind of situation. And I walked up and I swear, I felt the hairs on my arms go up and I got kind of scared. And I was like, what the fuck, what's going on? Um, <laughs> I heard something in that direction where my uncle's body was laying. I, and I thought I saw something, but I don't remember if I really did see it or not. You know, I, I was like, I was like, what the fuck? Did I really just see something or was that just, is it all in my head? You know? And I was still young. So I wasn't really sure what to take from that. So I think I saw like a mass, like something like, I don't know if it was an orb or a mass. It was something that kind of flew by. And I was like, oh shit, oh shit, you know? And then I just ran in the house. And um, I told my mom and she was like, oh, you know, maybe you did see something, but I don't know, you know, we can't confirm that. And so, um, yeah, there's just things like that that I know that have happened in that house. And then as I got older, um, I have experienced some stuff. So I'm gonna go, uh, um, even in my house recently, well, I wouldn't say recently, not too long ago, 
<laughs> I heard a noise and I was like, what the fuck was that? Like I heard like, a noise coming from the kitchen. <laughs> and I just sat there and I'm like, I don't even want to get up and look because I just don't. I just don't want to like, I don't even want to like get into that. I don't want to even do it. <laughs> nope. So yeah, yeah, dude. My dog even like her head popped up and I was oh, like, man. oh shit. Just ignore it. Just ignore it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, I mean, because the house that I live in, this um my dad, my friends my friends own it. Um, and you know, he, this is his like childhood home and his dad died here. <laughs> so, um, that's the thing. It's like, we haven't really witnessed or had anything bad happen. I think, um, his dad was named was Ed. It's a cool dude. So we're always like, Hey Ed, what's up? If that's you, you know, hi, keep cool. You know, <laughs> don't fuck with us. We're like, you know, I, mean, I think he likes the study. We're here. So that's another story there. And then, um, what else? Uh, so what was in the kitchen? Did you go? I just looked and I'm like, what? I can't figure out what the fuck it was. I just don't know where that noise came from. It was what, really weird. What if someone just, freaking breaking in your house? No, <laughs> like, dude. Uh, no. I was like, no, there's no way. I just remember walking in like after I looked. I'm like, what was that? Did something fall? Like huh. it was like a, like a, like, like when you hear something move in a cover kind of thing oh fuck that I, that's what it sounded like and i was like what the fuck was that <laughs> <laughs> of something specific or doing anything at that moment what's that were you thinking of something specific or doing anything at that moment when the noise came about no man i was just sitting there watching tv and then i heard that noise and i was like what How are you watching <laughs> I don't even remember. I don't, I don't think that's the thing. I watch a lot of fucking shit. Like I love watching. I love scary movies. I love gore. I love, I watch too much of that stuff. I love, I love 48 hours. I'm all into that fucking murder mystery shit. Um, I watch a lot of that stuff. So I just watched slasher. Did you guys on Netflix? Did you guys see that? No, no. <laughs> Have no. to check it out. Okay. There's three Flasher. seasons of it, apparently. So I've already watched them all. So pretty, <laughs> pretty crazy, guys. I'm I got a sick brain sometimes. I love that shit. Um, so I'm all I'm all about this scary stuff. Like with our band, like I think Jenny hates it. Like I try to scare her and she gets mad at me. <laughs> she doesn't believe in that shit. She hates it. Um, me and Stacy are the only ones that like. I don't think Jenny will even watch a scary movie. Like, I'm gonna Aww. trick her and make her watch a scary movie one night. And don't tell her I said <laughs> that, but she's gonna have to watch it. Like every time, like we're if we share a hotel room, and I, I'm like, ooh, a scary movie. Like I'll turn it on, and she's like, she'll go to bed, or she'll just turn the other way if she doesn't want to watch it. <laughs> it's so funny. Aww. But um, but me and I mean, she me and Stacy love it. Oh yeah, yeah. We love scary shit. But and she'll be like, that wasn't fucking scary. I'm like, you kidding me? That was great. And she's like, that that didn't that that wasn't scary. And I'm like, she's a tough one to please on the scary shit. So um I'm trying to think as a band thing, uh we okay, so we were in NOLA, and you know NOLA is a very spiritual city, very lots of stuff happened in NOLA. I don't know if you guys have been there, but if you haven't, you guys should check it out. It's a pretty pretty cool town there's a lot of history there and you can feel it too when you're in that town you just feel that you feel it you just feel it I don't know what it is but I, I I've we've been there a few times and we felt it so one of our friends was living there and we stayed with her one night um and um I do remember this this occurrence like we were all uh 
ready to go to bed and hanging out. Like, so some of us were sleeping in the living room and, and I think Stacy was in her bed and, um, they were, we were kind of all winding down and I can hear them two talking in the bed and they're giggling, you know, talking. And then all of a sudden it gets, we're just like, I was just laughing at what they were laughing at. So I'm over here laughing at their stuff from the living room. It's really funny. And then, um, it, it was quiet for like a second. And then all of a sudden we heard a, and I was like, what the fuck was that? And I just heard a shush, a literally a shush. And I'm all, was that you guys? And they're like, no, was, I, we thought that was you. And I'm like, no, I wouldn't have been shushing you guys like that. So I should have been, but it wasn't me. So, and Jenny was passed out. And I think Lynn was kind of like, I, I don't know if Lynn, I think Lynn was kind of passed out too. So I was still awake and Stacy and our friend Lizzie were still awake and we heard the big shush. And I was like, that's fucking crazy. So um, I asked, <laughs> they were like, Oh, my friend Liz is like, oh, I think that's old man. I forgot the, what his name was. She goes, I think that's the old man that used to live here that did that. And I was like, what? And I was like, <laughs> so we just kind of were all like kind of freaked out for a minute. And we're just waiting to see if anything else would happen. And she had a cat too, a black cat. So it's like, thanks for the warning, cat. Nothing happened. So <laughs> yeah, because cats are supposed to scare bad spirits yeah. off from what I heard. You know? Or at least, like, at least see them. Like, yeah, they, yeah. The and I was just like, this fucking cat just sitting there in the bed didn't even right. know or like nothing. I don't know what the hell happened. So then later she tells us the story that I guess some old man lived in that house that I think died there and haunts it. And I'm like, oh, you, 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 now you tell us, you know, after the fact. So, well, sure, so um, stay over. Cool. Yeah, yeah. No. And we we have we stayed there several times. There was another time that I I stayed there and I slept in the bed with her and I heard like this big old like knock. I heard like this big old thump in her house and I was like, oh fuck, is that that old man again? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, <laughs> she's like, <laughs> but um, uh, there was another time on tour. So like, I don't know if you guys have you've heard of uh, Tombstone, right? Like we went yeah, to Tombstone yeah, yeah, one yeah. time. So there was another tour story. We went through a tombstone and we had a day off and we're like, we're excited. Cause you know, we love doing shit like that. especially going into a little town that has like all this nostalgic shit in it. So we're like, Oh, cool. Tombstone, like the movie, like love it, you know? And so we were hanging out there and, um, uh, people were telling stories like, Oh yeah. The okay. Corral. Like that shit went down here. Like people yeah. died here. And I was like, Oh great. Yeah. And, um, um, <laughs> This was before, like, um, I don't know if you guys watch Ghost Adventures and shit like that, but I'm into that show a lot. I like anything that has anything about uh, any type of ghost stories or paranormal activity. I, I love it. I'm all over it. I'll watch it, you know? So Zach Barron's, the guy from that show, had did uh, an episode there, but I think this happened after I was there. Um, so we went there a couple years ago and we did, I, there's a place called the birdcage there. That's like the mm -hmm. museum yeah. for tombstone. <laughs> yeah. So like we did the tour and I just remember being in that one big room where it had like the stagecoach and like there was coffins in the corner and it had just like a bunch of stuff in there, a bunch of stuff to look at. So I went from that corner to the other corner and I'm in there with my friend AJ and I don't think any, any other, other girls were in there, but it, you know, I'm just checking shit out and it was really quiet. And all of a sudden I hear this thump come from that corner from wherever those uh, coffins or stagecoach was at. And I, I turn around and I was like, did you, did you fucking hear that? <laughs> 
So I was like, did you guys fucking hear that? Did anyone hear that? I was like, I heard the thump. And I was like, oh shit. And I kind of was like, I'm not going to talk to the spirit or whatever, but I was kind of like, can you do that again? Like, can you do that again? See if it my if my hearing things or if that really did happen but it didn't happen again but my buddy was like i fucking heard that i'm like okay good he's like yeah i fucking heard that. i fucking heard that too he's like dude it came from that corner and i was like oh fuck i'm like wow this place is kind of active and it's daytime that's crazy so when we were exiting and we did the tour there was this girl that works in the gift shop and um i asked her i said is there like you know, activity here? Like, have, have you felt or heard anything? And she goes, oh yeah, all the time. And I'm all, and, I, and I'm all, how long have you worked here? She goes, I've worked here for five years and I've had, I've seen and I've heard stuff. I've been pulled, I've been grabbed. I've, I've seen orbs. I, I, I hear a bunch of stuff. I'm all, well, okay. Cause I heard something in there earlier. And she goes, yeah, you probably did. It, it's, it's, a, it's a normal occurrence here. And I'm like, oh fuck. Okay, cool. <laughs> you know, what's interesting so, yeah. is these past couple stories you said, um, both have thumps and you're a drummer. So these yeah. ghosts are trying to connect yeah. with you by a beat. Thump, thump. Uh-oh. Whoa. Stop fucking with me, Angela. Yeah. So that's the thing. And I have an, I, oh, I just remember another occurrence when I was younger. Uh, me and my friend used to, you used to play with the Ouija board a lot. Oh God! Um, and hi, Mika. Hi, Mika. I'm with no you, girl. Horror. I've done it. Yeah. Real terrible, shit. huh? Terrible. Scary oh, to this day. What Let's happened? hear it. Do you guys play with that shit? No. no. I you haven't played with the Ouija board. No, I am fucking I touching that. And, and there's past episodes that I've talked about it. Me and you will talk offline about my experience, but I am curious about your Ouija board. Yeah. Let's, Let's hear it. Hear it. Oh. We're Mexican, dude. dude. You can't, you can't fuck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we can. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, um, all right. Uh, so when we were kids, we used to play with that, and um, I just remember we like reached somebody that was very evil and mean, and we got spooked. We got scared. Um, I think I don't remember the question, but we're like, is there anyone, you know, is there anyone here with us? And then it was like, <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh, fuck, what's your name? And then it starts like doing the name. And we're like, I don't know this person. Do you know this person? So, um, yeah, it was, dude, I, okay. What was the name? Hold a second. You know, it's really fucking weird that I just started talking about that. My my printer starts fucking moving and making noise right now. Oh, is that what, what I just heard right yeah, now? Yeah, I heard it too. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard yeah. a noise. I didn't know what it was. That was my really? printer going, it's fucking doing weird shit. And it, I don't know why it would even be doing you that. You see what it says. No. Apparently it's on. I guess it's always been on. Dude, that's weird. It's printing like I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, I'm here. It's trying to make music. Fuck. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So I don't ever use that printer. Okay, that's really weird because this used to be my cat's room. This is my office. So my cat would sleep in here, and she passed away like last October. Aww. So who knows? I don't know. I Anyways, do. all right. Come and go. It's moving over here. <laughs> Wait, we'll finish the story yeah <laughs> okay so we we just were asking it a bunch of stuff being dumb kids and we just were getting really bad bad vibes from this thing and like um we were outdoors so it wasn't really like we were 
I don't know. We were kind of dumb at it and like, not sure we should have been inside the house, but I was like, that was like in front of my house. I'm like, I'm not going in my fucking house and doing this. We're doing it. Yeah, outside. That's, that's smart. So, yeah. So I, we were just getting all these weird, like, like just, uh, just stuff. And then it started acting crazy. And then I think it, I don't remember cause we were so young, but it said something fucked up to us that the, the, some of my friends freaked out and was like, fuck this. And they threw the board. And then I guess we tried to like throw it away because we didn't want none of our parents to know we were playing within the Ouija board, you know, and we didn't right. want to bring it up yeah. in our house. So um, we tried to break it and burn it, dude, and it wouldn't fucking do neither. I've heard that. Like, you I've can't heard. burn that thing. It won't burn. <laughs> yeah, I've heard, it's, I've heard stories of like people trying to burn it and getting rid of it and then coming back to their house and like the ashes being in their house. Or, oh, or shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got nope, chills nope. right now. Yeah. It, I didn't experience that, but I, I do remember us trying to burn it and break it and we couldn't do it. So we just like left it in the fucking trash and ran. <laughs> <laughs> so the other times that you didn't, I mean, that was a pretty intense, you know, session, but it sounds like you did it quite often. I only did the once and got freaked the fuck out. But do you have any other stories from um, that? I can't really remember, but I think we did it in my friend's house and there was just some areas like I, I, when you get into that thing, you know, you can just really contact the wrong spirit. So, yeah. um, I don't think we contacted anybody at his house, but I do remember my friend, we went to her house. We didn't do the Ouija board there. Um, she was like, I'm not doing that here, but there was another method to contact spirits back in the day. We used to call it sticks. I don't know if you guys remember that, but you would get like, um, um, you would get these type of sticks and they were kind of curved. You would curve it and they were kind of like, you make them, they look like wands. So what you would do is you would hold the tip of it and it would, you would have it in position in a certain way and you would start like you would hold it together and these things would move. If you would ask it stuff, it's crazy. I don't, but we used oh. to call it sticks. So, yeah, like these little wand things. That's kind yeah, of like, yeah. Yeah. It's oh, kind of like the idea of pendulums too. Mm -hmm. You could do that with like necklaces or pendulums. So asking yeah. yes or no questions and it moves. They, same kind of. And that's what we did. Yeah. So we were at my friend's house and the history at that house is um, my friend's mom. Um, they still live there today, which is crazy. It's uh, it's in Pedro, and it's like, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Sunken City. We have a place called Sunken City out here. Well, their house is like right on that, on that, um, right next to that area. So their house is right there. You, you know, the view is the ocean. It's a beautiful view. They just live there. It's kind of like to the point. It's on the point um, near Sunken City in Pedro. So like, I, I, I guess some old man lived there back in the day. And he passed away. He was on hospice and he had cancer. But his view, he would, they would put his, uh, from what I heard, his bed would, hospital bed would be right there in a the big window overlooking the ocean. Like that's where he ended his last, uh, you know, his days. That's where he, he stayed every day. Um, so he passed away, I guess, in that house. So we, con somehow we made connection with him and we contacted him. <laughs> we were like, oh, fuck. And so when we were there, my friend's parents were home. So we were doing it and the TV was on, you know, I don't know why we had the TV on, but what's the trip is, you know, like those kind of things like energy. I don't know if you guys have heard that or known that, but, um, 
spirits like to like suck up a lot of energy. Like Mm -hmm. we have energy and like TV, things like that have energy. So it was really weird. We were talking to this spirit, I guess, I guess, um, I think his name was Ed as well, was weird. And then um, we were like, did you die here? And then the sticks would move and it'd be like, yes. Or like, or if it moved it at this like left direction, it would move right or left. Or I guess there was a way, I don't remember, but one meant yes, no, be, no, something like that. Um, so we knew like it was telling us like, yes. And then it was doing no. And then um, they're like, are you still here? Like, are, is, you, is there anybody else that died here? And they would say no. And then it was like, when it said like, are you still here? Like, Ed, is that you? It like, it was weird. It like touched in the middle and then the TV fucking went off, dude. Oh man. <laughs> what? Yeah. So, you know, back in the day we had those big TVs, right? <laughs> yeah. so my friend's mom had yes. the big TV and yeah. we had it on and the thing just went, Choo! it just fucking wow. turned off. So when yeah. that happened, we all just looked at each other and was like, oh, we ran out of the house and we just stayed out there for like ever. Didn't want to go back in the house. We're all, we're all spooked out. We spooked each other out. Yeah. That's another ghost story I remember. But Well, they do say that like ghosts are definitely attracted to different types. The ener- like you said, the energy of computers or televisions and things mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, it's just... Another I watch a lot of ghost adventures. I see that shit a lot on that show. Like, um, whatever entity or whatever power, what or ores or since anything that might be haunting a place, like I hear that they adapt in a lot to electricity. So these guys were in there doing their um, investigation, and all their phones were like dead. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, dude, my phone's dead. They're like, what? Mine too. So it's like this, whatever this was, sucked yeah. up all the energy, and it was sucking up the energy from their cameras, from their lights, mm-hmm. from their cell phones, and all that shit. And I was like, well, that's pretty crazy. That's pretty I, crazy. Because <laughs> I did do this photo shoot once, and my batteries kept dying, and the person I photo, she was of the witchy nature, mm. like a good witchy nature, but she just looked at me and smiled. And she goes oh, well, there might have been a ghost, you know, because I think she saw, like, certain activity. But, yeah, like, my, yeah, energy of the cameras. But yeah. if you think about it, if it does that to all these devices, how that impacts you hmm. subconsciously, like, energetically, too, you know, when you're yeah. around those things. But, I mean, well, that's the thing. Like, sometimes I don't think people realize or notice it. Like, yeah. um, when I watch these ghost stories and I see, like, Zach or these people feeling like I don't feel so good or I feel dizzy or I feel tired or I and I'm like I I think about those times when I might have experienced something like did I feel that because I don't remember you don't remember I see people like like I've seen like where people pass out or they're just so like I don't know they're they're taken by that whatever entity or that that energy is you know Mm -hmm. what I mean it's like oh that's kind of crazy I don't, I don't think I've ever felt that though. That's for sure. I, I'm glad. <laughs> it's, I remember when I would, uh, there was like this, uh, band in jail that we, I had access to and over years, me and a group of photographers, we would document it. But, um, I just remember that some of them had heard and saw activity. I never saw it, but I felt a lot. And afterwards, like I was wiped mm. fucking drained after every time I would go there you know, cause you, there's just so much mm. just heavy stuff. I mean, it was a jail. 
abandoned jail. Oh, can only imagine. Yeah. 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 I, I, my, one of my first jobs when I had, I worked at a city hall here in Pedro and, um, I worked in that building and on the top floor, there was a jail there. And I remember I was probably about 15. This was like one of my first real jobs. Uh, I went with this girl up there and this other guy and we're like, Hey, want to go up to the jail? <laughs> so we're like, you know, they're like, yeah, let's go check it out. Cause we heard it was up there, but no, none of us had had time to go to explore it or we were too scared to go do it on our own. So I like, yeah, I was like, let's go up there and check it out. And I remember we went up there and, um, the elevator door opens. And the first thing you see is like the jail cell, you see the bars. And I mean, just alone like that, like the way that it, obviously they weren't keeping it up. Like the paint was already peeling off the walls and stuff. It looked pretty, pretty, pretty crazy. So that's the first thing you see when the elevator door opens. We were all just standing there going, fuck. We're like, fuck this. I ain't getting out and exploring. And so we like press the button and try to close the door and get the fuck out of there. But like, yeah, that was the only time I can remember like being spooked out before we even, even know what we were going to be you know, checking out. So I do remember that from that moment, seeing (laughs) that jail. And then I see all these ghost adventures on jails and places like that. It's like fucking crazy, man. The stuff that happened in a lot of those places. Yeah. So dude, I'm going to, I'm going to send you something when we, when we disconnect over there, I'm going to send you this. We recently discovered this guy named Steve Huff, Mm. who's based out of surprise, Arizona. And he connects with a lot of spirits and, uh, his vid- his videos yeah creep me the fuck out like they're creepy and i can watch ghost adventures i can watch all that stuff yeah. but these ones like the stuff he's yeah. gotten on his on video and and connecting mm-hmm. I, it freaks me out so i'm gonna send it to you so you can so you can check it out right on yeah. i love yeah. it yeah it's good stuff <laughs> yeah Crazy. i just recently saw i don't have you guys been to zach baron's like um place in vegas where he has all that stuff on i wanted to but you have to sign a disclaimer, don't you? Like, yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. I'm not doing that either. I went, yeah. me and my dude went, and we were going to do it. And then we chickened out because we were like, we we heard about that. And we heard about the disclaimer. And it says, yeah, if anything attaches to you or whatever. And yeah. I was like, fuck that. I was like, do you guys know what he has in that place? I was like, no, dude. So we chickened yeah. out. And, and I was just like, I'm not going to do it. I don't think I am. I don't yeah, dude, I, I follow that it. page on Facebook and they just, he posts like every other day, like just weird shit that happens there. And apparently like this last week, some lady passed out after some yep. orb, like, whacker. flew right by her. Yeah, flew yeah. by her and she just dropped and oh, like, yeah. it's all on video and shit. Like, crazy. Yeah, wow. I saw the video. I saw the video oh, of that. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, there's a fucking orb right there. It went right through her and yeah, she and passed then she's like, out. Boom, I was like, out. Yeah. yeah. Nope. And not, not too, yeah, nope, not going to do it. <laughs> yep. And then, um, not too long ago, I guess he had an incident where he, he got like a chair from somewhere. Yeah, the devil's chair or something. Yeah, the, the devil's open. chair, dude. Yeah. And people yeah. were in there and the door opened by itself. And someone video, else had a seizure see too. Some other yep. lady had a seizure. But what's the trip is that those people experienced that in that room. And the, the lady that had a seizure was out upstairs from that room they weren't even in that room they were upstairs so yeah. that's how strong and then you when you see that video because there's video of it too you see all these orbs just flying all over the fucking place yeah you see them flying all over the hallway yeah, you, you gotta follow that, that page man yeah. he posts like oh shit. man oh boy okay <laughs> uh post malone like touched something at the museum or whatever and then like it attached itself to him i, I, oh, yeah. I, 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 I saw about too. it but i didn't click on it yeah 
Oh, so he did go into that museum? I, I guess he touched Fuck. something that you weren't supposed to touch. Yeah, don't no. touch it. <laughs> no. Yeah, don't touch it. No way. No way. My yeah. friend went there, and she's really, like, she loves ghost horror and all that shit. And she went to that. She actually to it. And I sent her that link. I'm like, did you know about this? She goes, no, that wasn't there when we were there. And I was like, yeah. But she did it. And so she said she was fine. Everything was fine. I'm like, mm, thank God. Um so I don't know. It's it's it. it, it <laughs> some are lucky, I guess, and some are. I just yeah. yeah. I don't think I will do it though. It's just like I. I mean, I love it, but there's certain lines that I, yeah. I draw. Like I won't go and see that Annabelle doll. Like just, <laughs> I won't do it. I had a Raggedy Ann growing up that my mama made me. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> uh, is that that? Is that, is that Annabelle? Right? Isn't it Annabelle with the the Raggedy Ann doll? Is that at the museum? Uh, it I, probably, I, I probably is. Yeah. I mean, it's he buys all the kinds of shit. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that movie. Yeah. Somehow, that movie. Have you seen the movie? Not no. yet. No. no. <laughs> like I love ghost stuff, but I don't really into horror movies no. as much anymore. Like I don't. They scare the shit out of me. So it's like ah. Uh, it's either really? or. It's either or. So I'll just do the real ghost stuff. <laughs> and like, okay. Scary, I don't know. I'm weird. <laughs> She doesn't like <laughs> traumatized. She just wants yeah, to. Yeah, I used it. to though, and then I don't know what happened. I just don't want to be scared by myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I like to put my. Hmm. Yeah, but I watch ghost shows by myself and like all day, every day. So it's kind of weird. Yeah, right? What's, what's the difference in a movie? Right. You know? Well, in a movie, they're like stabbing you, you know? Like. <laughs> True. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's a lot more crazier. A movie, yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess it's more real. Well, yeah. I see know, what you're humans. saying. Yeah, yeah. Freaking. Um, <laughs> so what about besides ghost stories? Like, what about UFOs, Sasquatch, any other? Oh snap! Oh. Um, okay, so not too long ago, on this last tour, we were we were in Mil Milwaukee. We were loading out of the. It was um, it was called the X Ray Club. That's um, that's um, Nick's club the guy from the singer from direct hit he owns that place or whatever or runs it um so we were unloaded like we were taking the gear out to the van and loading out with um war on women and then i just remember coming out and seeing this big thing glowing in the sky and jenny was like oh look at that firework and I, just looked, <laughs> I looked at her and i was like um I don't think that's a firework, Jenny, because it's not making any noise. It's not like making a boom or you don't see like the the after, like you don't hear, like it's not fizzing, it's just nothing. It's just this big glowing, like it was it was blue and green and it just was going, I, I'm like, that's not a fucking meteor, right? That's not a falling star. And I just remember we saw it and then it went away. And even fucking Brooks from Warm Women was like, did you guys see that? I'm like, yeah, I fucking saw that. Did anyone else see that? We're all standing there going, did you guys see that? Did you guys see that? And it was just like the three of us were the only ones who saw that. Everybody else was too busy loading in and out stuff that nobody saw it. But we just saw like this blue or um, blue green thing going across the sky. And then it disappeared. It looked like this big bubble, you know? It seems the like you're always stuck in that situation. Did you guys see that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That fucking, that. We saw that. I don't know what the fuck it was, but I do not think that was normal. <laughs> like something was going on out there. And I was like, that was not a firework, Jenny. And she goes, 
oh, weird, huh? And I was like, yeah, you would say, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, you know, because fireworks go up and you hear them and you see it. I'm like, that was not a firework, dude. I don't know what the fuck that was, but that was not normal. It's similar to what Kat said she had, like, um, one of our other episodes, like she had talked about a UFO sighting, but it was like literally gold, you know, sparkle, something similar to what you're saying, but a different huh. color. Yeah. Interesting. I know one time we were in New Mexico. Um, we were going through New Mexico and me and my driver, we were up. I was up with him. We, it was really late. Everybody else was passed out in the van. I did recall we saw these three lights up in the sky and they were like, three, man. yeah, really bright green. Yeah. And I was like, what? We were like, what is that? You know, we're just looking. And he was like fucking stone. You know, I'm not stone, but I was like, we we're like, what is that? He goes, I don't know. What the fuck? Is that a UFO, dude? Are those UFOs? We were like, holy <laughs> shit. And, but you could see it and it didn't look normal. It didn't look like a star or anything. Like you just saw these three fucking things up in the sky and I don't know what it was. And then um, I didn't see them anymore. And then I remember we pulled over at the gas station in New Mexico and I went in and I told this lady, oh man, we just saw these lights up in the sky. And she goes, oh yeah, I'm pretty sure you probably saw a UFO. And I'm like, no way. <laughs> and we're like, no Fuck. fucking way. <laughs> and I'm like, for real? That shit really does. She's like, oh yeah, lots of weird shit happens out here. I wouldn't be surprised I've seen it. And I'm like, huh. What? So yeah. that just, that made my, my mind go, what the fuck? So we probably saw something. We don't know. We don't know what it was. But there was something out there for sure. I must say, though, I have not seen a Sasquatch, though. That's definitely... <laughs> <laughs> I'm always, like, when I go to the mountains or when I go, like, we go somewhere like that, I'm always hoping we're going to see something like that, but we have yet to see anything like that, so... There's still time. <laughs> there is time, and they might be still out there, right? Right. So... Somewhere across the road, late at night, <laughs> you see it running across when you're drunk. <laughs> I do... <laughs> I don't know. We yeah, when we're drunk, huh? Yeah. He's gonna be playing the drums. <laughs> he's gonna have a little drum that he's playing on. <laughs> this one's for you, Myra. <laughs> we did play. Oh yeah, this one's for you. Yeah. <laughs> we did play a couple of venues that were creepy that we thought we think and we thought they were haunted, but we didn't really experience anything um, except that they were just creepy. Um, one of them was called the office i think it's in um toronto i'm not sure but we were playing there with the interrupters and that place was pretty creepy um the green room was upstairs and i fucked up and thought it was downstairs so they have like this downstairs downstairs basement <laughs> oh no i went down i'm like where did everybody go and i'm walking around and i went to go look for the green room um to put our shit down and i i went oh i guess it's down here so there was like a lit downstairs area and you go down and it's like creaky fucking wood like stairs so i go down there and i was like nope. <laughs> I, yeah i just the only thing i saw down there was like a it was like an old fucking like pepsi cooler like a pepsi one of those old school type like freezers down there and the light was on and then on to the left there was like a room with all like i i walked over there i was like what the fuck is I'm all, I know the green room is not here, but this is crazy. What is this? And there was just like a bunch of stored shit from back in the day there and pieces of wood and all that. And it was just creepy. And it smelled like 
it smelled bad down there. You know, it smelled like wet fucking concrete. And I was like, okay, so this isn't the green room. So I walked back upstairs <laughs> and I'm like, where's this green room? And then I like, okay, I'm gonna go the other way. So I went upstairs. So I go upstairs and I go into this room and I, I finally, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Everybody's up here. And I was kind of like tripping. So we, I go into the main room and we were in there and we were in there for like a couple of minutes. And then all of a sudden the lights just went off. And I do remember that. And it happened quite a bit when we were in there. Hmm. Um, and I remember the fucking wall art that they had in there. It was all fucking dicks and cocks and penises on the fucking wall there. And I'm like, oh, this is the dick room, obviously, the dick wall. And I, we, this is the thing we do in our band. I'm like, if it's just a bunch of dicks on the wall, we have Jenny go paint a vagina in there or like draw a vagina just to, you know. Yeah. Show them what's up. Yeah. It's like, fuck all your penises. Where's the vagina? So she goes and draws a vagina. So, um, Anyways, so we see that and we're like, okay. So then it happened five more times that we were in there. The light kept going off and on. And we were like, huh, okay, should we be alarmed? Like, is, this, is anyone noticing this? I'm the only one that kind of thinks that way. Everyone else is like, oh, the light just keeps shutting off. You know, like they're not getting scared, I guess. So what was weird, we went and I, one of them told a guy, like, can you guys fix the light? Like, we're trying to change and get ready up here. And they're like, I'm trying to, but it's not, I don't know what's going on. Is it's not staying on? And we're like, huh, I'm like, is that an occurrence here? Like, does this happen? And they're like, not really. And I'm like, okay, well, that's weird. So what's funny is like, we're walking around there checking this place out. And there was like a little room and I didn't know Amy was in there, like doing her makeup. She was in that room. And I, we walked in and we spooked each other. We're like, oh, we're like, oh, fuck, Amy, we didn't know you were in here. She's like, yeah, dude, I came in here to get ready because the lights kept going off in there. And I'm like, no shit, you experienced the lights going out? She goes, yeah. So she went in there and turned on her little makeup light and just started doing her makeup and was in there just fucking doing her makeup in this little creepy room. And we're like, whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> Zero and I told her, gotta get yeah, done. we're like. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was like Amy I'm really surprised you're in here she goes yeah this place is giving me the creeps it's kind of creepy she thought you know what though like check this out and then she shows us um there was like three passports and a couple of IDs from people <laughs> that she found that were left there <gasps> and we were like uh, we all were like where did you find us she goes dude they were up here they were in this room and I'm like really I'm like so, so we're the fucking dead, we're the bodies, you know? I'm like, the babies are downstairs, you know? I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Like, how is it that you found these passports and these fucking IDs of people up here? Yeah, so we were tripping. We were oh. all like, yeah. Like, Should I keep the names or Google them? They were, they and where's, you know what? No. Where's we the random have, creepy guy that comes up? They died 84 years ago. <laughs> no, dude, the bodies were stuffed in that Pepsi cooler. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, right? Who fucking knows, dude? Yeah. I'm just saying, that place was fucking creepy, guys. And and that I remember that experience when we were there. But I was like, whose IDs and who's fucking, like, who, how were they left behind? And they just thought they would freak people out and throw them up there, you know, in the green room, you know? So, yeah, they were there. So we, we don't know whatever came out of that so Damn. yeah we should have done more but we didn't have time we should have done more investigating of that shit but we were afraid to ask we're like hey who's are these like where did these come from you know and they, they never so, saw bad cop again yeah, <laughs> <I know>. right? 
shit. Yeah, so we left that alone and just were like, okay, I hope nothing bad happened to these people and I hope they're alive. But yeah, here, there's their stuff. So it was kind of weird. But other than that, yeah, that's um, one of the creepy moments from a club. I'm sure we've been through many of them, but I don't remember like anything else crazy happening. Um, we've played very, very old buildings and venues and clubs, especially in Europe, man. For Like, yeah, there's a lot of spooky places we've played, but I do not remember any other bad occurrences happening other than that. That's good then. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Yeah. Dude, yeah. Dude, you should have seen your face when your printer went off. Like you look like legit scared. Like you were like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. I was like, what the fuck? It's going off. No that should happen with like Go Betty Go. Like some random, like it was o some random noise in the background, but yeah. it was only when we were talking about go shit. Yeah. Crazy. Cause yeah. That's, that's they, they were, they were at, they were at home. They're at home. Yeah. But that's, I don't know that. I mean, it's a common theme that we, talk with with our you know guests and everything is this so it's really interesting Ooh, that little spookies yeah. things happen when we have those concepts little so. spookies yeah <laughs> that's crazy um yeah. do you know the story behind like their house like what's up with their place yes. or anything yes oh man yeah. gotta, i'll send you that video too dude it's oh, crazy man. Yeah. there's video yeah. I, I think I seen a video they posted, but I don't know the whole story behind it. So I was just yeah. kind of like, is there bad stuff? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There's a, our episode because it's with uh, Aisa and Nicola. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that's, that's how we pronounce it. Nice. So, but yeah, they, they get into it. It's super crazy. So if you ever get a moment, but we can, we can send you like some clips and stuff of it, but it's pretty, pretty crazy about at least the past uh, place that Nicolette stayed at. So yeah, shit got real. And even oh, their yeah. cabin oh, yeah. and their cabin. Do they still they live there? Uh, she doesn't live in that particular house, but they do own a cabin where that's been said to have some other sightings. There's a video. Yeah, there's yeah. a video. It's one of their videos, so you can kind of... We should all go stay there one no. night. Dude, that's what I said. No. That's what I said, too. I said that. Really? Like Not with girl, that video, dude. That's like... Gabby's all scared. What the no, fuck, dude? Gabby? Fucking watch the video. That's like some fucking black demon thing Woo! okay <laughs> but i always say that, i mean no disrespect to any spirits or anything else i respect everything you know just throwing it out there but <laughs> throwing it out to you um, no, yeah i'm not here to fuck with any no yes yeah. cool. respect everything but i yeah. mean are on a native american burial ground so i mean that random shit's gonna come up everywhere in my mind oh yeah you know what i mean oh, yeah. like it's that's unfortunately sad, the basis of the birth of our country. So, I mean, there's yeah. fucked up shit everywhere. You can, on the streets or where there's random passports and a crazy old venue like you. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah right? I mean, there's so many like crazy shit that happens. Like yeah. people get killed in yeah. places. Like, hello, yeah. you don't think it's going to haunt you later, you know? People um, get confused. Those get confused. I do remember one time after my buddy passed, he, he died in his home. Um, you know, he had cancer and had, he oh. was dying. Um, so he was in hospice at home. Um, when, after he died and then they took his body away, I remember we were in their kitchen and one of the lights just kind of like went from dim to bright. It like flickered. It like, and we were like, 
what the fuck was that? And then my friend who was his wife was like, Daryl, was that you? (laughs) So um, we think it was him. Um, Other than that, like, it wasn't like a bad thing. We were just kind of not really expecting that. And we were just like, oh, shit. Like, what? Whoa. Did you see the light just do that? And we kind of got spooked a bit. But we were like, okay, D, if that's you, don't fuck with us, dude. Because he liked to fuck (laughs) with us in real life. So it was like, all right, dude, we're cool, right? Like, don't fuck with us anymore. That, that, that's all you're going to do from Aww. now on, right? You know, every time we're in this house, like, I don't want to fucking see nothing else spooky from you, dude. Just wanted so. to say hi. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That's funny, because me, well, me and Gabby were talking, we we're like, if one of us dies, we need to, like, come up with a sign now. That way we know it's the other one, like, Aww. saying, hey. Yeah. They're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> and we <Adorable>. did. <laughs> awesome and yeah. don't tell anyone what that sign is you can't oh, well did you guys decide like what you're gonna do <laughs> i think so yeah kind of uh, yeah maybe you're like i'm gonna pull your sheets <laughs> <laughs> well, you I know that's me if i pass i'm definitely gonna come and say what's up by making some kind of beats or music for you myra that's that's what or i'll just do random flashes of, like, there you go <laughs> Random flash photography. Scare the shit out. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, like the fucking flash is going off. Yeah. In my face. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, jeez, Angela. Oh, fucking Angela, dude. I'm, I'm like, just give me a friend. beat, girl. Just give me a beat. Just give me a thump, you know? I'll, I'll know it's you. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Thump three times and I know it's you. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, Mara. Uh, real quick here, go ahead and plug your social media and where people can find your music. Um, you can find our music on iTunes, Spotify, um, Bandcamp, through Fat Records, and um, also, I guess we're on Pandora. Um, we even have, like, I think a channel or something. I've even, I was like, oh, shit, Bad Cop, Bad Cop channel? What? Like, yeah. I mean, we don't have that many songs, so it's kind of funny. I'm like, but it also plays, like, other people that are kind of similar or kind of sound like us I guess so that's kind of cool I um, we're on there as well so um and we're on YouTube apparently a lot of YouTube stuff yeah so and we're also on Instagram at bad cop bad cop band we're on Facebook bad cop bad cop um Twitter we're on Twitter as at bcbc music because when we tried to I guess put bad cop. It was already taken, so we weren't <laughs> able to use that for Twitter. So we have at BCBC Music on Twitter. Awesome. I think that's all of them, right? I think that's all the social media stuff. I can't think of anything yeah. else. <laughs> we used to use Snapchat, but I think we stopped using that for a while. <laughs> I mean, you're the one doing it, so if you can't think, yeah, of it, I'm not, not doing that. that one. I actually <laughs> gave that job to Lynn because she loves the snaps. You know, she loved to do Snapchat. I don't know if you guys follow her, but she's pretty funny with like putting stories about her with like a like those um, bunny ears and all that shit. She fucking loves doing that stuff. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Myra. Thank you thank so you, much, yeah. Myra. It was so Mama. much fun hanging out with Mama you. Mama Myra. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Great seeing you guys, Mama Mama. <laughs> Story time with Mama Myra. Yeah. yeah. We'll definitely see you here, you know, live pretty soon. Oh, yeah. yeah. At the Rebel Lounge. Okay. With That's us. right. Some other we'll be back in Arizona. Woo. It's been a minute. It's gonna it's be hot. Minute. And you know Arizona loves you guys. So yep. we're oh. excited. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> well, we can't wait to be back. We can't wait to be back. 
Oh, is the rebel is the rebel lounge still the same or did it yeah. change or yeah. remodeled? Okay. It's remodeled. Yeah. It's the same though. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. But the sound still. We were just talking about it earlier. The sound's still on point. Yes. It's got decent stage lighting. Like all the good stuff about it's the same. Yeah. They just changed a little bit interior yeah. and exterior parts, but yeah, still legit. Oh, oh, dude, and I'm playing a song with you guys. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny what? if Dre and actually talked to any of the band members? And Nobody told me life. anything, right? Her I'm just going to say the drummer is kind of always the last person no. to know. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's all right, though. What what song? Um, or is it a secret? <laughs> no, I don't know. I kind of asked Jenny today. You are my sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite songs. Awesome great no, yeah, yeah. it really isn't guys yeah. just... oh you asked jenny today that's <laughs> yeah funny. okay i kind of I ran it by her today and she was like fuck yeah you should play a song with us i'm like okay cool <laughs> we'll, we'll see all right we'll, we'll find out at the we'll end of the show yeah <laughs> yeah i guess we'll find out Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. and i know to what angles to get in there yeah. and shoot myra now you know <laughs> all right i'll try to maintain the bubble i'm gonna give you that look angela like <laughs> Yes. Yes. Awesome. And then when you're in my face, I'll just go, you know. <laughs> Perfect. I know to do that. Every time a photographer's like, see their camera, I'm like, just like, I make a face at them. I it's love like, it when you do that. And of course, it's the moment where I'm like, why isn't my shit working for me right now? <laughs> awesome. Thanks again, Myra. Yeah, thank you. Gracias. Dude. Yeah, did I take too much of your time? I hope I didn't. No. no that's that's perfect. perfect. Awesome. Jinx. All right. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Bye -bye. All right, guys. Have a good Bye -bye. night. Bye -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye. Bye. All right. Thanks to Myra from Bad Cop Cop for joining us on this episode. Make sure you head over to the Instagram. Check out their music on iTunes and Spotify. Support the ladies. We love Bad Cop. Uh, remember to head over to our website, SoundSistersAZ.com, to view and listen to previous podcasts. While you're over there, if you're in a band, submit your music to us. We're going to start playing underground music from more local bands and bands that you haven't heard of. Um, so go over to SoundSistersAZ.com, submit your stuff to us, and we'll check it out. Uh, go to the Facebook, like us, Instagram to follow us at SoundSistersAZ. Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. And, of course, thank you to everybody who's followed us from day one. Your support means everything to us. We appreciate you. We being appreciate you. Yeah. yeah, no, we really do. We see yeah, the numbers, and you yeah. guys are still listening, even though we've been on a hiatus. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And we are. We do apologize for that unofficial hiatus. We definitely ghosted you, but it was. <laughs> uh, we promised to be busy. more regular, and uh, yeah. um, we were doing stuff, productive stuff together, which we will get into yeah. on the yeah. next Venomous Pink's episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so on that note, we're gonna play actually a new song from Gabby Chaos's project. Mm -hmm. What's this one called? It's called Even Worth It. Um, and then hopefully in the next few weeks here, the whole EP will come out on Spotify. Damn, girl. So. Boo, boo you, you worth yeah. it. You are worth I, it. I know. But... You worth it. <laughs> <laughs> She's bad. Make, sure, yeah. Make sure you go follow Gabby Chaos on Instagram <laughs> and on Facebook. Also check out her singles on Spotify. So on that note, this is your host, Dreadall, signing off with my lovely ladies. Reminding you to keep your eyes on the prize and always do your best. Boop, 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 boop. Thank you and good night. Bye. 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 Bye.